welcome to Selective Hearings Post Japan uh, Round Table with myself, Greg, and the Dry Fit Senpai himself, Hiro. Uh, we don't need to go through any introductions, but since Hiro hasn't been on a、uh, a podcast for a while, just remind people who they who you are, Hiro. I am the、uh, often imitated, never duplicated, because I'm never writing for the site.、Uh, Dry Fit Senpai. Actually, a climacool senpai. I am the、uh, senior of our travel group, the、uh, beloved Japan Four. Apparently,、uh, my name is Hiro. Woo! Hiroshiku, onegaishimasu. Okay.、Uh, so let's just get right into it, dude.、Uh, compared to last year, getting to Japan, cheaper or more expensive? More expensive, for sure.、Uh, There were more pre-trip expenses.、Uh, let's not.、Uh, we have to factor in the Akshikai、uh, expenses of buying the CDs and the tickets.、Uh, there was also a mini trip to Osaka, in which we used the、uh, JR Rail Pass, which was、uh, also factored into the expensive costs of the trip. So,、uh, yeah, you're looking at easily. Man, almost almost a grand more, right? Well, oh, I, you spent what, three hundred dollars on CDs for the ticket? Yeah, so yeah, let's round it up to three hundred. And then another,、American. say three hundred American for your JR pass. Pretty much. And then another two hundred American for your ho- hotel in Osaka. Uh, probably about two fifty. Two fifty. So we're looking at around eight something already, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's you know before even leaving. Yep. <laughs> you know because you you prepay for for everything. So much more expensive. Yeah, and plus we stayed an extra.、Uh, I think the last trip was ten to eleven days, and this was seventeen、uh, days. So pretty much an extra week. Which which you have to factor in、uh, cost of food. And you know、uh, the food was there. Yeah, true. And omiyage and all that other stuff.、Uh, <laughs> why why must I be Japanese, right? Yep. Well, overall,、uh, uh, slightly more expensive than last year, right? Yeah, and, and it's to be expected, I guess, with what we were, what we were you know, undertaking. Cool. So,、uh, well worth it.、Though. Yes, totally well worth it. Yes. Oh, but、uh, <laughs> so expensive.、Uh, how much money did you come back with, by the way? Were you good? You know what? I didn't really count it out yet. I I, I kept a daily expenses type. List, so I can just figure out you know what I'm spending on. Yeah. And I didn't do the last two days, obviously, because you know we're going through so much last minute stuff. I definitely came back with less money than last year because I、uh, I was a little more open with the spending. Okay. I think I came back with less than twenty thousand yen. Good for you. Whereas last year I think I had just under thirty. Ah.、Uh, not me. So,、uh, <laughs> But I mean, it, it it was it was that that's a good thing for me, you know. I never want to be at the point where I'm wanting to or needing to use the credit card or looking for an ATM machine. I want everything that I I bring there to be used and and not have to go into the reserves. Ah, I see. You know, you budget a certain amount, and that's where you where you have to to make that last. Yeah, I... and I don't think there was any time where I was like, you know. Holding back, you know. I know I'm gonna shop at the end of the trip, 
so I hold back a little so I can have my shopping spree. <laughs> but otherwise, you saw me. I, I went and bought omiyage whenever, whenever I could. Oh, yeah, yeah. Every place you bought souvenirs. Yeah, you just don't want to come back and go, oh, I forgot something or I forgot someone. Yeah. I'd rather have too much than, than too little because I can always eat all, you know, extra strawberry Kit Kats. <laughs> Those are good, by the way. Yes. Very good. Now, how about you? Did, did you – were you uh, – did you come back with a lot or, or nothing? Uh, last year, I came back with 3,000 yen. Okay. And this year, I came back with 4,000 yen. Oh, so okay. So basically, your, your, your Canadian dollar and the U.S. dollar are very similar? Yes. So, so you're looking at 30 bucks. Yeah. So I spent a lot on random shit, apparently. And yeah, it, my bag was full. Full of shit. Yeah, you actually did have to buy a uh, another bag. That was just for those CDs, damn it. Next time I'm going to do what Dave did and ship them home. How many CDs do you have left? Uh, I still have all 27, so I'm just putting a list together of who wants them. So, so far I have uh, about six people who want copies. That's very poor. Yeah, so 21 copies to go. <laughs> I still have, I have about four left. Oh, you're a baller. What'd you do, just go out in the street and give them to people in Anaheim? What? Oh. No, no, it was uh, every omiyage bag that I did, yep. that I made up for, for uh, friends and family, Yep. I got a CD. Oh, good for you. So, yeah, I mean, I feel better not throwing it away. Uh, one of them got re-gifted immediate, immediately. <laughs> awesome. Which is fine, you know, it was, it was somebody at work that I gave it to. He gave it to one of the customers. Okay. And one of the customers passed it on to his friend, and his friend loved the CD. Oh, cool. As long as long as the CD goes to uh, good use. Yeah, I, I don't. I just you know obviously so many of them go into the garbage in Japan apparently. <laughs> or resellers. Well, I had what the resellers they probably get five yen or something. Yeah. So yeah, I feel good about it. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out. Again, if you if you're listening to this podcast, we're giving them away. Twenty one to go. Raise your hand. Tweet. All those, <laughs> yeah. Are all the Tengas given away already? Uh, or you have done the contest? Uh, the contest is after this podcast because it, it all depends ah. on all of the uh, stuff that we talk about. Because yes. okay. if I had to go into a sex shop, I'm going to make all you fuckers work for those damn Tengas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's a whole other podcast, I believe. Yeah. Because I, I didn't go in with you. So I have no idea what to expect except what that one section inside Donkey, which I did walk into. Yep. I imagine it's just a larger. Uh, apparently, as you go into the upper floors of M, uh, it gets weirder and weirder as you go along. <sighs> Too bad there's that no camera rule, huh? Yeah. Would have loved to have seen the weird stuff. I, I, I didn't go all the way up because I was because it was almost closing time. So uh, next time, next trip, that's that's our adventure. We'll 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 tour M. <laughs> and possibly a review. Yeah, a review of M's in Akihabara. Podcast. Yeah. Oh, so, so fucked up. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I came back with more money than last year, so I'm pretty happy. Just That's good. way too much stuff. Hey, but you actually got your, you brought your money up differently this year. Yeah. Uh, some work problems. So so what happened with my money is normally I, I do like Hero. I have a set budget and I go, all right, I have X amount of cash. Uh, what am I going to do with it? And this year I didn't have X amount of cash because work kept screwing me over on, on my raise. So I didn't get my raise until after we arrived in Japan. 
which caused me to go on an adventure looking for ATMs that would actually accept my uh, my card. So you did get lost in Osaka. Yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, if you are one who is uh, with Mastercard, or if your your card is with the uh, Cirrus Network, uh, you have to go to an ATM in a post office. And there are no 24-hour ATMs in the post office. So whichever part of Japan you're in, make sure that you know what time the post office closes. That way you can get your money before it's too late. Otherwise, you'll be stuck using credit cards or uh, bumming money off your friends. So, But you really didn't have to do that, which was fortunate. You, yeah. you just you know, wanted to get the money so you didn't have to do that. Yeah, so I, I could only take out in uh, $500 increments, apparently. I couldn't take out in 1,000 increments like I can at home. So, yeah, it was kind of kind of 500 here, 500 there, 500, you know. So in total, I took out about $1,500 uh, during during the trip. So it wasn't too bad. Yeah, actually, 500 can can last you quite a while, and even in Japan, as long as you're not, you know, going to uh bathing ape or two four carrots yeah don't don't go there <laughs> we'll talk about <laughs> that after uh anyway uh your flight in hero well uh we had turbulence on both ways okay going from lax to narita and on the way back okay. um let's on the way to narita we had a nice little roller coaster ride with a lot of uh dips and uh, our friend Dave from uh, New School Guide mm-hmm. he got stuck in the in the uh, facilities <laughs> on the way. Ah, uh, poor Dave. So I, you know, obviously he was sitting next to me. We had both had aisle seats, and I happened to be up and noticed that he he got up to to use the facilities. And I also know he was stuck in there, and I'm sure he had a nice little fun ride. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was it, it was the most turbulence I've ever experienced on a flight. Uh, because they were, it was, wasn't one of those just short, short little shakes. You know, it, it was to where, you know, you're wondering, wow, what's what's going on? Oh wow, that bad. Because huh? it's in the middle of the flight. It, it, if if it happened last year, I was asleep. This year it was like, whoa, what's going on? So that that was on the way to Japan. Yep. On the way back, the rules switched. I was in the restroom about to leave, and it just started shaking. <laughs> and I, you know, I. I I was trying to wash my hands, and I'm like, whoa, you know, holding on to the handles. And, you know, I just waited till it stopped a little to open the door. And uh, there was a gentleman waiting for me, and he kind of paused. I, I was struggling to get out, and I, I saw another woman waiting, and she's like, oh, it's, it's, it's not safe to go to the bathroom. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're, when you're standing near the restrooms, there's, there's – really nothing you kind of have to hold on to the wall yeah you're, or, you know, to, to keep your balance you're kind of near the um i think you're near the area where the flight attendants sit and yeah yeah, yeah. they have that little seat yeah. area that pulls down but yeah and this was towards the middle of the plane okay so i got stuck in that and and the turbulence was enough where our, our good friend dave uh, got a little sick uh after we landed ah uh. he was holding the bag to his face <laughs> And you know, I've never seen anybody do that, actually. Poor Dave. Poor Dave. Yes, but but he he made it out well. <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a little bumpy, a lot bumpy. <laughs> a lot bumpy, huh? Yeah. Was uh, anything interesting from your your flight? 
from uh, the uh, Great Wide North? Uh, so I had a direct flight out of Calgary to Narita, so this is the first time I've ever done that. Uh, normally I stop in Vancouver and then take a, a flight out from Van City. But, uh, yeah, this one was pretty good, except for on the way there, I was sitting next to a guy who was going to India. And uh, as soon as the plane took off, he started asking for whiskey. So uh, he wanted to get nice and hammered, which was all good with me because it put him asleep. But uh, when he woke up at a random time, uh, all of a sudden there was this blinding sunlight in the cabin. And it was that guy looking out the window. (laughs) So it's like, ah, shit, dude, put the put the thing down, put the thing down, Uh, which he eventually did. But man, that's uh, that's a harsh way to uh, to be greeted over the sea when you see blinding sunlight in your face. Well, as long as he didn't uh, end up sleeping on your shoulder, I think everything's all good. Nah, nah, he uh, he he leaned against a window and passed out, so that that was good. And I was I was awake for most of the trip, so if he did sleep on my shoulder, I would just would have shoved him back to the window. Gotcha. Yeah. But he wouldn't have caressed his head and. No. You know. No. Run your fingers through his hair while no. <laughs> he was asleep. No, that's <laughs> creepy. You know? Yes, it is. Unless 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 that guy suddenly transformed himself into a hot Japanese girl, no, that wasn't going to happen. But, gotcha. Uh, on the way back home to Calgary, I had to stop in uh, in Vancouver, so that required me to go through Canadian Customs, and uh, Canadian Customs actually now I didn't know this is automated. So what you do is you take your customs form that you fill out on the plane, and you slide that through a scanner, and then you answer a bunch of questions like, "Are you bringing in firearms? How much money are you bringing back to Canada? You know, did you exceed the uh, the limits of uh, of gifts and shit?" So I put that in, answered all the questions, scanned it through, uh, showed it to the uh, the guard, and they just just said, "Walk right into your to your flight." So it's like, cool. I don't have to talk to the guards anymore at the uh, the customs thing. They don't have to interrogate me. So, and how far is Vancouver from from Calgary? Uh, about an hour and a half by by plane. Oh, okay, so it's a short short flight. Yeah, so it's about the same distance from uh, Los Angeles to Calgary. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I'm not good with maps. So I really don't even know. Or or or, ev- or even from Seattle to Seattle to Calgary is the same same distance or same time distance anyway. So. Great. Yeah, so pretty uh pretty uneventful except for that guy getting wasted. Uh, Air Canada though does not have the uh, does not have the same view as uh, Korean Air, so I was kind of disappointed in that. Uh, the talent. Yes, the talent, the talento. So, uh, talento was uh, sad. I'll say. Were your meals anything to write home? No. 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 Okay. You? Uh, you know, it was satisfactory. I mean, it wasn't great. But you get uh, – I think I fell asleep for the ice cream. Oh, you got ice cream? I think they I think they gave out ice cream sandwiches one time, and I think I, I woke up as they passed me or something, and I, I wasn't 100% sure what it was. Oh, so but, sad. But uh, that's fine. I got to sleep. Okay. I, I watched a couple movies on each direction too, so I didn't sleep as much. Oh, well. At least you were entertained. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the important thing to make that flight. You know, for us, it's about ten hours both ways. Uh, to to make it so, you know, you're not sitting up and doing nothing and 
just one. When are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Well, it's kind of funny. Like, there's this guy on the way to Japan. There's this guy uh, about a row in front of me. And I guess the headphone port uh, on his seat, someone jammed something in there so he couldn't put his headphones in. And he was just sitting there for the entire 10 hours stewing because he couldn't do anything. He didn't bring a laptop. Uh, he had his phone, but his phone was low on battery. So I was like, man, that guy looks pissed off. <laughs> what a slept. Yeah. Well, he, he, he did sleep, but, you know, uh, I think the guy was expecting to, to watch a few movies. It's like, oh, man, poor dude. But, you know, you got to be prepared. Bring your own shit. That's true. Yeah. Battery packs. Battery packs, iPad, laptop, whatever the hell. Like in your plane, did they have plugs in the seats? You mean uh, uh, outlet plugs? Yeah. You know, if they did, I didn't. I didn't see any. Okay. I thought I saw that in the description, but I know newer planes are starting to have have plugs in there. Uh, I'm sure they had it in the baller uh, business and first class area, which we, you know, are forced to walk by as we enter the plane and leave the plane. Mm-hmm. And, and one of these days, I'm actually going to sit up there. Me too. Maybe next year. Yeah. On a Japan <laughs> flight. Yeah, uh, I'm going. I think I'm going to so go. Nice. Uh, I think I'm going to go full baller on the plane next year. You better start saving that money. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm doing now. I'm I'm calculating how much it's going to cost. Yeah, I think Dave and I figured out it would be about three grand. Oh, that's cheap compared that's just, to mine. I got to pay five. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to look for a special too. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's get on to the meat of this and why we went to Japan in the first place. Touching idols. Yes. Yes. Company of company approved touching, not not random assault touching. Yes. Uh, so. It is a, yeah, go ahead, sir. Oh, it is a must must do event or, or, or occasion that you must must experience as an AKB forty eight fan. Mm-hmm. Because the whole group was built on the concept of idols you can meet. So if you're into the group and you make it to Japan and you aren't able to meet them, you're not experiencing the full AKB48 experience or 48 group experience. Yes. You are you are a massive failure in life. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but yeah, you're not you're not experiencing experiencing it to the full if you're just going there to to walk up to Don Quixote and and see the pictures in the hallway. Yeah, and hug the pillar. Yeah, hug the pillar like yeah. Our good friend Dave. Yes, which I did not do. I I I don't do such things. I didn't do it this year. I did it last year though. <laughs> they didn't change the pillar, man. They haven't changed the pillar at all. I don't think they're going to. And they don't change the picture over the donkey building either. Yeah, I think that's more historical. Okay. That's probably why they don't do it. Ah, uh, I see. Because you know, give that. if you look at the pillar at the uh, the donkey building, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's in it's in. Anybody can go up to it and do whatever. Like you could, and has like band aids on her face and shit. It's it's really messed up. Uh, anyway, uh, we went to three handshake events. So the first one was the Daiakushikai in Pacifico, Yokohama, and the second one was the NMB Forty Eight Zenkoku in Makuhari Mese. And the third one was the AKB48 exclusive one, no other sister groups, uh, for at uh, Koizuru Fortune Cookie for, where was it? Where are we at? Nagoya Dome. 
Agoyadon, yes. yes. Uh, so let's start off with the really, really big handshake event where everyone was there. Uh, how did you find the overall Daiakushikai experience? Overall, it was very overwhelming to a first-timer. Uh, overall, it was also very fun and a great experience. But uh, yes, you're talking about something that... Uh, well, Yokohama's maybe a total of 45 minutes away from where we were in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So I, I was up at 5 a.m. To, to get ready to wake up, get showered and dressed, to, to meet downstairs to get to the train station so that we can get there by between 8 and 8.30, which is when they open the doors, I think. Yeah. And the event ended at 8.30. So... You know, over 12 hours for this this uh, highly coveted experience. So very tiring, very overwhelming once you get there, but also very fun. <laughs> Did you get up at the same time around 5:30? Yeah, I was I was up around the same time you were, and I was getting ready, and I was counting my tickets and making sure that I everything was in order. And yeah, it's a job. Yeah, the task. But uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's I mean, just picture a convention center, a building. You know, convention centers usually have multiple rooms, so they they chose one of the big, huge rooms, and just think of it as nothing but barriers. Uh, well, I don't know what they call those the the fan barriers. Mm-hmm. Just up and down three of the four sides of this rectangle, and just numbered for for the girls you know up and down and all in the middle all filled with with fans of of all shapes and sizes you know male female children old and young it, it is quite the sight you know you, you see it on the videos and it looks impressive because it's it's filmed from above but then when you see it in person it's like wow yeah, there are right. there are a fuckload of people here. Yeah, and and I think what what you would call this is that these are the, even though it's a mixture of of, uh, of casual and, and 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 hardcore fans, for the most part, I would say it's majority of of the hardcore fans mm-hmm. because of the process that you have to go through to to secure the tickets. Yeah, it's quite so, painful. Right. I mean, it, it, it it's not something that the general public may not even know about but there was a good mixture of fans I, I will say that it wasn't all just a bunch of 50 year old guys yeah it, it wasn't a bunch of tickets each it wasn't a bunch of sweaty guys that's for sure yeah there were a bunch of sweaty guys there let's not fool <laughs> ourselves yes yes yeah. so um before we get to the actual handshaking uh, I just want to ask about your experience in in the building now I know that you noticed it, and I noticed it, and after talking to uh, Dave and Vu uh, last week about about it, uh, they noticed that there there are many tryhards out there doing their hair in line or in the bathroom, trying to look perfect for, for their idols. Uh, what did you think of that? Uh, it was actually humorous to me, because uh, at least when I went to the restroom to wash my hands, uh, I saw a small group of four to five guys probably about between 16 and 23, 25 years old. Okay. 
they were at the sinks. They had their, you know, their Gatsby, their hairspray, and their cologne out. <laughs> they were, it was like, it, it was seriously, I don't know if you, they have this in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, junior high school or high school dances. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. So it's basically like the bathroom there. Everybody's, you know, getting their hair nice and, you know, oh, I'm going to go meet Judina or Maya Yu or Yuko and, you know, I'm going to look good for, for them. So it was, it was kind of humorous because I didn't expect that. <laughs> I should have expected it, but you know, I didn't expect it to be from from that genre, the, that age group of, of guys. All those, so. all those mini EK men, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it was basically like looking at guys who, won't, you know, were, were hoping to be in Johnny's Juniors. Okay. Yeah, these weren't. I mean, they're they're. I wouldn't have called them super dorky. Let's put it that way. They're just like regular kids. Kids dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay, the other thing that uh, on the NSK podcast, uh, they mentioned that uh, there are a bunch of people who were like mean mugging us foreigners or us newcomers. Uh, Did you experience anyone staring at you going, what the fuck is he doing here? No, but you know, that might be because I am of Japanese heritage. Okay. And even though I've gotten different comments on whether I would, you know, I look like I'd mix in or whether I look as a national I mean, maybe it's just enough to where I can mix in fairly well. Okay. And, you know, I'm not sitting talking either. You know, I'm by myself, except for the first handshake mm-hmm. and the last few handshakes where we went as a group. Yeah. You know, you're on your own, you know, because we all have different different schedules and different tickets. So for the most part, you know, after our first handshake, I'm by myself going in line. I'm, I'm not sitting talking to anybody. I'm, I'm observing the people around me, but I'm sitting in line going, okay. Once, you know, let's get through this and I'm nervous and I'm going through what I'm going to say in my head or how I'm going to do this. So there were, there wasn't really a chance for them to hear me and go like, Hey, that, that guy, Jean. Okay. Who's that dude? Cause I, uh, I know Vu, Vu got people mean mugging him for some reason <laughs> in the Takamina line. Uh, he told the story of, uh, how, how this one, one hardcore dude was all like staring at him and shit. It might be a competition for her attention, right? Yeah. That's the only way I can think of it. Uh, I usually got looks because uh, I was wearing the, the shirt, so the Evolution shirt. Um, but no no one really no one really mean-mugged me at all. Like, I was like, except for maybe this one kid with his girlfriend. I can't remember which line it was in, but yeah, I think he was thinking I was checking out his girlfriend, who wasn't that great, by the way. But... Um, yeah, <laughs> that was about it for mean mugging for me. I don't know about yeah, this. He probably would have got people wondering if they saw him in the video, right? Yeah, I don't know. They were looking at the milky shirt. I know that. Yeah. But no, I didn't, I didn't really have any. I didn't notice anybody mean mugging me at that that event. Okay. It was a lot of just me looking around while in line and, and checking people out to see, you know, the, the different different demographics of, of, of who's around me who's visiting these girls you know because all the girls that i pick are are, they're they're different Mm -hmm. you know they're not all the same mold so it's interesting to see the breakdown uh did you see lots of families you know i saw half families okay so it's you know a father and daughter Mm -hmm. or a mother and daughter okay Uh, i'm sure it's kind of tough to get to get the whole family together especially stand alone it's usually let's say if it's a boy and girl Mm -hmm. or even two girls they're probably splitting up and, and going in the different lines. Yeah. But I saw a lot of uh, girls, I, I would say under eight, 
years old. A lot of them dressed up in different AKB48 costumes. Uh, and of course, those the ones that I saw, they got great reactions uh, from the from the members. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're a member, who would you rather shake hands with? A, an older gentleman who might be kind of creepy or a, a cute little kid? I'm going to guess the cute little kid wins. Yeah. So this is a pro tip number one for those of you going to a handshake event. Rent a kid. Rent a child. Bring the child with yeah, you. If you, have, if you have family yep. you know, with a little girl, ask, ask your family to, to borrow her. Yeah, borrow borrow the kid, her. man. That that'll get. It's kind of like yeah, it's like what? It's kind of like taking a dog to a park. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> right, the same type of a reaction. Same type of reaction. That's right. You may not get the handshake, but you know, may, maybe the the member will think better of you because you know, you brought your your child to meet them, and you're, you're not such a creepy douchebag looking guy. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, although you know, if you try, if you push the kid over and go, "It's my handshake, bitch." That's a that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, that ruins the whole <laughs> yeah. setup. You you don't want to do that. You you just stand in the back as the guardian, smile, and you know maybe the member will wave at you, going, "Your kid's cute." <laughs> so. Yeah, but they definitely got a good reaction. I I did see a bunch of older gentlemen get good reactions too. So it must be uh, one of those things when the member actually recognizes you as a longtime supporter. Okay. I mean, you definitely see it. I mean, I was in one of the, I forgot who it was, but, but the, the girl's face lit up and like, Oh, thank you for coming. You know, it's, it's something that they, they do recognize you. Okay. If, if you, if you go to all these events, obviously they're not going to recognize us once a year, but for, for these ardent fans who, who attend many of the, uh, guys, uh, they do get positive responses. Yeah. Because they they do appreciate the the support. Yeah. But 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 again, don't ask for their phone numbers. They ain't gonna give them. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think that happens. <laughs> I'm sure some sleazebag no, has tried it. I bet you it happens more with those young boys in the bathroom getting <laughs> getting all prettied up for for their high school dance. Oh, that's true. You know, because they're the, the more naive. Uh, you know, versus uh, like older guys who's lived a little. And then versus us foreigners who are dressed kind of messy. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, the best we could do at 530 in the morning and before we get onto a train. Uh, so uh, let's move on to the actual touching of idols. Uh, what, are, what were your highlights? Who was your best handshake? Uh, any disappointments, letdowns, communication issues? Give it to me, sir. Well, let's let's start with communication issues. Okay. That that was the whole event for me. <laughs> Obviously, I, I am I'm of Japanese descent, so I, I fit the bill as if you look at the picture. Yeah. Like, oh, he's Nihonjin. Yeah. However, my Japanese skills are, are are quite underwhelming. You know, it's it's basically the type of Japanese that a fourth generation California would, would know very little. So yeah, that that, that was you know I, I had you. Give me some phrases that were to be useful, you know, general phrases. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you're trying to learn them in half an hour, you're going to forget them when you meet your, you know, your different idols. Mm -hmm. So that was a problem the entire seven rounds or seven time slots. Um, understandable. Obviously, if you're able to learn as much conversational 
Japanese as you can, you're still going to get nervous as, as soon as you meet them, no matter what, probably. So Unless that, you're just comfortable talk, speaking. So that's pro tip number two. Even though yeah. you know Japanese, you're gonna get you're gonna fuck up. <laughs> so. yeah. I think our, I think our friend CK said it the best. You may have a script that you want to follow. They're not following it. No, it's a one way script. Pretty much. So you may, you may say something and they will respond to something that you're not prepared for, and then it's deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the experience, though. You know, um, my highlights were meeting all of my group Oshis. So it would be Minigishi, uh, Ishida Ana from SKE, Ogasawara Mayu from, from uh, NMB, and uh, Miyawaki Sakura from, from HKT. So it was great to meet all four of my group Oshis. I had great handshakes from uh, Yakata Miki, uh, Hirata Rina, and uh, Ichikawa Miori, otherwise known as The Fresh Lemon. The Lemon. Yeah, so the, the, it was... Uh, and all the handshakes are great, but those are the ones that stood out, you know, for whatever reason. It could have been a reaction. It could have been a comment. Uh, obviously, Hirata Rina, I was able to have a nice little discussion for 20 seconds <laughs> in English. <laughs> she, uh, she was dressed in that cop outfit too, right? Yes. A lot of the girls were dressed in Halloween spirit, even though it was still another week and a half. <laughs> week or so but yeah they were they were all dressed in, in costume gives them an excuse to to wear something different and slutty a lot of the girls yeah <laughs> a lot of the girls were dressed in their uh what you call their private clothes too casual clothing right just yeah reg- casual clothing regular streetwear yeah some of them dressed up in costume uh, you know their you know group costumes depending on what they're known for it's a uh, you get a whole bag of tricks from from the different members so that uh that's sakura tiny S- Sakura was tiny, but she's getting taller. So it's a little different than I expected. Um, man, I'm trying to think who was the tiniest out of the ones I met. I'll tell you, uh, Abe Maria was the pretty much the tallest. <laughs> so she is a tree. I don't, you know, she's not huge. It's just she 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 stood out as being the tallest. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's just great. It, it's, it's you have to go through it to to explain it. Okay. It was fun, though. How about you? What were, what were your highlights? Uh, for me, well, meeting Takamina, of course. That's that's a given. Um, Masui Jirena screaming in my face. That was great. Uh, Fuji Arena was surprisingly, surprisingly uh, very personable. I, I didn't really expect that, but she's, she's very comforting to be around for some reason. Uh, Iriyama Ana. She looks like a complete bitch, but she actually is a very sweet girl. Um, Wasamine, CK. Uh, CK told me exactly what would happen with Wasamine, and it happened. So I got fished by Wasamine hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'd also like to mention that uh, Umeda Ayaka is very womanly. So I, I can confirm this as I did... Did uh, did meet her. So so when our bros at Basugatsu Bakuhatsu say that Umeda Umeda Ayaka is a real woman, they ain't fucking kidding. She's very womanly. No, that's in a positive sense. That's a very positive uh, positive compliment. Yeah. yeah, that's not saying she's a baba. Yeah, we're, we're not an old lady. Yeah, we're not saying she's a bachan or anything like that. But she's she's 
very womanly. <laughs> uh, but I, I think my my uh, my favorites definitely have to be Wasamine and uh, Fuji Arena for sure. I got a chance to see Fuji Arena uh, in one of the, you know, I forgot who her, who I was in line for, but I, I did see her next to me and she she looked good. Yeah. She also did respond well to the little girls dressed up in costume. So there you go again, uh, my friends. Rent a kid. It's preferably a yes. little girl between the age of five and ten. <laughs> and dressed up. And dressed up in AKB gear. Yes, yeah. dressed up in AKB gear. Although I did see a dude dressed up in AKB gear. Did you see that guy? I saw a few. Yeah. Yes. That's not what I want to see. No. Yes. I saw a real tall dude mm-hmm. dressed up like that. And, and another guy was doing the dances. And Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the guy I saw, the dancing guy. Gotcha. Oh, the tall guy was a dancing guy? Uh, no, there's, there's one guy who was dancing. Oh, the- I didn't see that really, yeah. really tall guy that you were talking about. Oh, there's a real, real tall guy yeah. going around. Okay. And I'm not sure if it was this that handshake event or, or one of the others, but it, it was, yeah. I do remember United seeing State. a really, really tall guy at the AKB48 Cafe, though, dressed up in the, uh, the swag. You know, maybe that's where it was, too. <laughs> he might have been everywhere, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, fun times. Uh, did, what, any disappointments? Oh, so many. <laughs> well, I mean, who's the, the disappointment that, that stood out and why? Um, probably it's a tie between Ron Ron and Meow. Um, Ron Ron, just because I was expecting to get fish based on her reputation, and it didn't end up being that way. So that was kind of a kind of a letdown. She is pretty, but I I I was not I was not uh, given the hook and convinced that I should. Uh, give a shit about Ron Ron. <laughs> she, she was a little dressed down to me. Uh, she was very uh, hood rat. Uh, that's the way I would... Well, I don't know if I'll go that <laughs> far, but she wasn't dressed... Her, her, her uh, uh, casual clothes weren't as what I was expecting. Uh, she, she looked like, like she, she belonged in a people. rap video, I think is... <laughs> I guess that's the way I should say it. She, she was dressed very uh, streetwear. Very streetwear. She had her hood up, too, so... She, she wasn't dressing up as if she was going to a, a high school dance. Uh, trying to impress, impress the uh, people in, in line. No, she was dressed like she was going to rob those fuckers before they get into the school. That's uh, <laughs> that's pretty much her her, her uh, motif there. Uh, Meow is Meow. I heard was very ganky. Like people kept telling me, you know, Meow is actually a pretty good handshake, but I got none of that. I got like the hi, I'm Miho, and then that was about it. So I don't know. Uh, some people were telling me later on, uh, as I posted, uh, that Meow, if she can't hear you, she gets very confused. Or if she's in an area that's really crowded, she she kind of changes her mood a little bit. So I guess that might be understandable, but it was still disappointing. I could see the area being loud because she was on the sides of the uh, arena or the uh, convention center where... Um, I would say the unpopular members are, or the ones who don't have five rounds, mm-hmm. and they have them back to back, sort of, with without the booth, yeah, with the curtain. So yeah, I can see why there's more outside interference with with the sound from from the next two booths over. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I can see that, but I, I did happen to see her as well while standing in line, and and you know for all the as soft as she looks you know 
kind of soft and chunky as she looks on TV. She should look very attractive and uh, normal size to me. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's put this to rest right now. Uh, we have two two or three witnesses. Dave, I think, saw Meow as well, but um, Meow is not does not take down buffets by herself. Uh, we'll say that uh, Meow is actually very slender. Uh, it's just that she's probably put next to like super skinny bitches whenever she's on stage. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a problem with it with any idol. Yeah, if they're not completely tiny, you know, you don't want to hang out with Akiyoshi uh, Yuka yeah. and, and look like a a tank <laughs> exactly which pretty much everybody's going to look like a tank next to to her since so she's uh what i think she just turned 13 so she's a tiny little kid yeah so she'll feel loud eventually yeah um i'm sure all <laughs> uh other disappointments yokoyama yui um totally disappointing she's pretty as hell but such a bland handshake <laughs> Um, and Matsui Sikiko, just because she couldn't hear me. Again, uh, she was in that crowded area. She couldn't hear me. Uh, she had no idea what I was saying, but she waved at me. So that's about it. Um, and I guess my, my real big disappointment is that I burned too many members. So that was my own thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what you mean by burning is you had tickets that you were not able to use because of... Well, explain what, why you okay, so, were unable to at at these at the Daiakushikai, um when you go in, the members are assigned lanes, and you would think that it'd be organized slightly uh, slightly better, but it, it's it's actually organized by by team. Normally, in the middle, it's by team. On the sides, uh, it could be like random. So, all of my uh, all of my members were all over the fucking place. And uh, given the fact that uh, I had to cycle some members more than once and I had to go walk across from one side of the building to the other, trying to elbow my way through people during the busy times, it kind of uh, kind of screwed me over. So that's my own damn fault because I picked popular members. So there's pro tip number three. Don't overload your handshake event with popular members uh so because of that i had to burn a lot of uh, of tickets the only round i completed successfully was round two so every other round i've had to burn one or two members so that that, that kind of sucked so in your situation would you you learn not to over schedule or was that just some some of it was just bad luck too uh some of it was bad luck some of it was my own fault because after takamina i kind of hung out with anthony for a bit then he went back in line so that was my own fault uh but i think i think for me i could have finished round one if i wasn't hanging out with anthony because i could have gone through takamina three times go back to ron ron and then get into yugo's line uh but i didn't do that Gotcha. But uh, as the day went by and it got busier and busier and busier, it got harder and harder to actually get uh, to the places I needed to be in a timely manner. Yeah, it is. It is tough, and it, it's you know it's tough burning a thousand yen basically. Yeah. Not only are you burning a thousand yen, you're also burning your opportunity to shake hands with whoever. Yeah, that burnt, and, and you burn somebody very important in in. AKB. Oh yeah, I burnt Yuko. That's that's. Oh. Oh. I'm so sad. And Yuko was a great handshake. Handshake. Yuko apparently is supposed to be like as soon as you see her, she has like this weird, strange aura around her or something. Yeah. 
It was because she's not one of my. I, you know, she is one of my favorite members, but she's not among my you know top four, obviously. But man, when she when you when I saw her, it was like wow. You know, I don't know. It was it was short. She she pays attention to you. Now, granted, this is at ten thirty a.m., so yeah. <laughs> her attention's she she she's uh, awake yeah. at least. And uh, but yeah, if you have a chance next year, uh, sign up for her again and, and don't burn it. Yeah, uh, that that's 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 the big lesson that you're gonna learn as you uh, as you hear about our Dioxikai, uh handshake is don't overload with popular members and. Uh, if you are going to be doing all seven rounds, you know, schedule appropriately because it, it's it's kind of a kind of a clusterfuck between rounds three and six. Yeah, I'll, I'll go into that. Yeah, a little later too because I have, I've 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 got some tips based on just looking at my, my schedule. <laughs> yeah, but and it's and it's surprising because it's not like it's there's a ton of people scheduled either. Yeah, which, which will teach people. Just disappointing. That's all. Yuko was the most disappointing one. The the other ones I kind of made up for later on, uh, as we went to the other handshake events. But yeah, Yuko was, Yuko was the one that really hurt the most. Uh, so, uh, let's move on to the other giant event or the mini event for our our small group, in the Dai uh, Can I? Yeah. Can I interrupt this yeah. before though? Yes. Uh, at the event yeah. at the the Dai Yeah. You all, you were able to meet uh, Labatan, right? Yes. Otaika. Yes. Well, let me describe that feeling. Describe that feeling. Because yes, I have to stay on subject with with that current that event. Okay. Uh, Otaika, buttery soft hands, yo. Buttery soft hands. Uh, she is actually a very pretty girl. It's just that you know, as I said in my report. Uh, every time you see Otaika, she usually plays next to like Watanabe Mayu and other other girls who are much hotter than her. <laughs> so she kind of looks kind of plain compared to the rest. But actually, uh, Otaika is a very pretty girl. She's actually really attentive if you catch her on the uh, in the right mood. <laughs> so uh, I, I say don't don't let her Sundere uh, reputation scare you away. She actually is a pretty cool handshake. And yes, buttery soft hands, yo. So you would recommend to somebody that may want to meet her, such as David Lau from New School Kaidon? Yes. To go ahead and take a chance on Otaika? Yes, spend all your tickets on Otaika. All of them? All of them. Spread them out. Spread them out. Every round, Otaika. Every time. All seven rounds. If she's available for at least six of the seven rounds, get a ticket for Otaika. Excellent. Just spread spread yeah, I, spread I'll, that love, man. I also had a great experience. Yes. With her. So. How is how is your your Otaika touching? It was excellent. I mean, I, I pretty much uh, didn't know what to expect because uh, our friend Anthony mm-hmm. got the generic Sundari experience, mm-hmm. and he we heard this ahead of time. Yeah. You know, his response was like, you know, she, 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 I wasn't really feeling her. I don't think she was feeling me. I, I was a little disappointed. Then came your experience, mm-hmm. which was in the middle. Yep. You went on with your spiel. I don't know what type of spiel you Well, my, my my standard spiel was I came from Canada to see you. That was my gotcha. That was my spiel. And all she said was, is that a seatbelt? And <laughs> where did this come from, the seatbelt comment? Uh, seatbelt comment came from my bag. My bag is a Chrome DJ bag. Uh, it had their trademark is to have a seat belt on the the strap, 
And she saw the seatbelt and asked me if I would, if that was a seatbelt. <laughs> so she was totally distracted. Paid no attention to the country you're from. No, she didn't give a she didn't give a flying fuck. But she was attentive to the seatbelt, and that's all that matters. I did not get a Sundere response. That's all that mattered to me. So we would call that a average, above average response, possibly. Yes. Okay, so then the the third response would be my response, which is completely unexpe- uh, 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 unexpected. I was expecting her to either not pay attention to me or to not care about me, you know, f- from the first two experiences. But instead, she her face kind of lit up when she found out I was, came from America. And then she started practicing her English as, as much as you can within five, seven seconds. And as it ended, it was more like she did the I love you. Uh, response. So it was like, oh, thank you. Thank you for coming. I love you. Which is about as good as an experience that you can get from from uh, from an idol. Yep. Yes. And so. so so Hiro, how does it feel to be a godless heathen who got an I love you from Otaika? It feels great. I mean, I, I'd rather have, a, have her say I love you than uh, kind of show no interest whatsoever. So I think for those people who are wondering whether they should roll the dice on Otaika, I say roll the dice. That's right. Roll the dice. That's right. And you tweet this person at Rock L I A O after you do it. Tell him. Yes. Tell him how buttery soft Otaika, Otaika's hands are, and how big her eyes are, and how much she and loves her smile. You. Yeah. And her dimple. That's right. And why he should be there. Yes. And stop making excuses. Stop buying video games and PlayStation 4s. That's right. Get your butt over to Japan to experience the love tan experience. That's right. You tell Ota Aika you love her, man. <laughs> Until then, you are a godless heathen. So <laughs> yes. Who only thinks about shaking her hand. That's right. Only imagines shaking her hand. Great. That's right. So what, we're going to go to uh, our, our fun experience at Makohari Metsu? Yeah, let's go to the second event we went to. So, uh, again, overall experience at Metsu. What do you think? Uh, bad weather. Oh, yeah. Bad weather. Uh, we, we stood outside in line and walked around Makohari Metsu's uh, grounds, which seemed like forever. Mm-hmm. Only to get to the end of the line, which is where we started. <laughs> so instead of going left, we should have went right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, even though we had umbrellas, we were all drenched. Very much so. Uh, so uh, for the this event, the NMB Bokura uh, no Yurika event, uh, you get the ticket within the limited edition CD. So once we finally got to the to the front. And inside the hall, you, you take your tickets, you exchange those coupons, and they, they provide you with another numbered ticket. And I believe it also said the area, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the section. So then you get into the hall and you, you, you sit in the section until the show starts. And fortunately, we had some time to, to sit before the actual show started. Um, it was it was uh, it was different. <laughs> we were far we were far away from the stage. Yeah. And it's in a flat 
convention center. Uh, Makuhari Mese is also used for Diokish guys as well, except they probably use larger uh, the larger buildings for it. Mm-hmm. This was a it wasn't a small building, but it wasn't as large as the Pacifico Yokohama uh, Center. Yeah. So they go through that. You get a mini live, which I couldn't see. <laughs> no one could see. Yeah, you get a mini live, and then after the mini live, they do some MCs, and then they have a guy on the uh, bullhorn announce the handshakes. And uh, what they have like eight, eight, eight rows or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, uh... it's usually eight to ten rows. Yeah. And, and they say, okay, section A1 is going first. And they also go by the, the numbers. And everybody's, you know, A1 is going to have the first series of numbers. A2 is going to have the second, so on and so on. So we were in, what, B something? Uh, we were in E, man. E, okay. We were way to fuck in the back. So, so we had a lot of time just to sit around and talk. Yeah. And, and try to get dry, which was unsuccessful. So that that was quite different, quite tiring. Yeah, you, you don't want to be standing on a concrete floor while you're soaking wet. It's not fun. Especially after standing on a concrete floor for 12 hours the night before. Yeah. Yeah, we will we, we'll add this was the day after <laughs> the Diox guy, so we were we were pretty pretty tired to begin with. Yeah. Add that to the typhoon-like weather, and then getting getting all the way in the back. Yeah. So what what did you think of uh, of of that experience? Uh, Messe, I would have to say, uh, if if we have to do this type of thing at a, this type of venue again, I'd say we just go in line. <laughs> we just go in line, yeah. and then we have more time to actually chill and sit inside the venue. Um, I, I did not yeah, you- like the typhoon. That was that's for sure. <laughs> we we were lucky though yeah. because there was typhoons scheduled two or three typhoons scheduled while we were there yeah. we only got the end of of one yeah and i don't even consider that a typhoon it was just rain yeah well so we got lucked out it was still windy enough that it blew my umbrella inside out so that sucked but it, it was a it was a completely different feel from the the event that we went to the day before obviously um yeah it was a little bit more crowded and well, I guess that's understand, understandable given the size of the venue. The yeah, size of the venue was smaller. The crowd was a record crowd for NMB. Yeah, 9,000 people for NMB. Yeah, 9,000 people in a smaller arena. It wasn't as uh, hot. It wasn't as hot as uh, Pacifico. Was. But, uh, Do you think that it was because the, the circulation was better or was because we were soaking wet? I think it's because we were soaking wet. Okay. Uh. Yeah, it's it, it's a completely different experience. It's very uh, quick. Still fun. Very quick. Yeah, very quick. Yeah. So let's let's go over how quick it is. Uh, this compared to the Daiokushikai, where you can actually like, stack tickets to get more time. Uh, this Zenkuku event is basically uh, one and done. So you're 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 pretty much shoved out as soon as you touch the girl's hands. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they have up the. Uh... Was it one or two members per lane minimum? Uh, it depends. Um, I think it's at least two, and then they split them up into different groups so that you have like a Senbatsu member paired with like a, a lesser member. Yeah, the the uh, higher lanes, numbered lanes, like eight through ten, have four to five members. Yeah. 
So uh, the values there, you know, it depends what type of uh, strategy you want to use when, when going to these events. Sometimes the values with the more members you get to meet, but other other people could care less about four of the members and just want to meet one. So yeah. you have to have a, the right attitude. Yeah. The the ones with two members are probably the more popular members, and those those lines are longer. Yeah, in general. Yeah. Yeah. So pro tip uh, was it? Pro tip number four: Don't be a douche at these type of events. Just because your favorite member isn't at the table that you chose doesn't mean that you should not shake her hand oh yeah don't don't do that don't do that don't be an idiot those those, those girls those girls are just as valuable to the group as the other members so shake their hands be happy have a positive attitude and then cycle the line and maybe you'll get your girl that you want yeah and that's the thing another pro tip number five i think we're at yep. yes is judging we, we were only there for half the day because we had to take a train uh we wanted to get back to tokyo at a decent time uh plan on a whole day for these events if you if you want to to go in the line more than once you know otherwise if you don't care to wait too long then just buy buy one cd to get one ticket because it'll it'll take a while Mm -hmm. we were there probably four or five maybe six hours yeah so and we only got through the, the majority of us only went through once Anthony and I were, were lucky enough to go through twice because our lines, our first line was short. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's get to uh, who you met at the NMB event. Go over that, hero. Who did you oh, touch? Okay. Well, I am not really great with the names of the other members. So the main member that I initially met was Yamada Nana. And is, and is she a peach? She is a peach. It is. Uh, she, she was a. Yeah, it was nice meeting her. It was, uh, I, I can't say anything more. I didn't notice her voice being so squeaky and high because it's so quick. You know, you're going down the line, you're, you're shaking hands with the first girl, shaking hands with the second girl, and you get pushed over real quick. But, uh, but the main person in that line was Yamada Nana. And that is an experience that, once again, Rock Leal, mm-hmm. you, must, you must meet her. Yes. See how peachy she is in person. But we're not paying so, for your plane ticket or your hotel. No, 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 no. Just stop buying PlayStation Fours and and games on Steam or whatever you call that. Stop buying photo cards and just just save some money. Uh, we're we're also not uh, lending you our bathtub in a hotel room to sleep in. No, no, not at all. You can go to a manga cafe and and sleep there. Yeah, but that that, that was fun meeting Yamada Nana. First, that was the first line. Mm-hmm. The second line was the the infamous Watanabe Miyuki. So how is how milk. is the milk? Everything as advertised. Uh, Anthony went through first, and, and I swear what I heard was she she did the heavy rotation. I want you, I need you, or something like that, Tim. Mm-hmm. And it was almost to the fact like I I was already at her and she was still finishing with Anthony, and then I was almost being pushed out and she like went to the end. And I and I got the I need you, and then I got pushed out, <laughs> and 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 Anthony was waiting for me, and we turned to each other. I'm all, how was it? And it was like she was outstanding. <laughs> I had the same, same thing. She put you under a spell. Mm-hmm. It's and, and and that's just three seconds. 
you know it's one of those where it's like oh i gotta meet her for 10 seconds next year the 10 second experience with me with milky is is godlike yeah and you got to experience it though and then i got shoved out the door rather hard but yeah that was totally worth it by the way that's if you get milky at the dioxukai don't say nothing don't say shit just let her do her thing yeah, she's one of those who, who will lead you, mm-hmm. lead you to the experience, the wonderful experience. Yeah. So, uh, so that was my two times on Lions. You know, the other girls that I met, you know, I can't really remember their names. I have to actually look it up. I'm, I'm gonna try to find the uh, the blog entry to find out which members I met. But it was it was a good experience. You know, you see these girls in person, and it's just like they're all cute. You know. Yeah. A lot of people have bad things to say about certain members, but they're all cute in person. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty much tiny little girls, and, and it was a fun experience. Now, you you were only able to go once in line, right? That is correct. So, and who did you get to meet? So I made up for my uh, I kind of made up for my mistake the day before. Uh, I had Kotani Riho listed in my Dakshikai. Uh, but I had to drop her because I couldn't get to the NMB line because it was so fucking crowded. Uh, so I chose the line with Yamamoto Sayaka and Kotani Riho. So first person that uh, I met was Kotani Riho. And I was in line with uh, Dave and Vu and Daryl and Frank. So uh, with Dave, Vu and I, uh, Vu started the, uh, the bro fist line. Uh, he taught Kotani Rio how to bro fist the, the day before. <laughs> so he bro fisted her, made it explode. Dave followed up, and then I was the last one to make things explode. So that, that was fun. Uh, Kotani Rio is really tiny in person, but God, is she ever fine. <laughs> I always see her as somebody who kind of reminds me of uh, Kitahara Rie's sister. Yeah. They, they kind of look, have a very similar look. Yeah, but Kotani Riho is fine, yo. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Uh, <laughs> s- speaking of fine, I got to uh, Yamamoto Sayaka. And all she does is she leans right into you and stares at you and says, Arigato gozaimasu. And you just don't say shit. You just stare at those big eyes and you go, holy fuck, in your head. Were they the eyes that you were staring at? Uh, I could I couldn't stare at her other eyes. I had to stare at her normal eyes. So that's right. They were wearing the they were wearing the uh, costumes. That's right. Right, because it just went from the from the mini live. Yeah. So I, I stared at her actual eyes. <laughs> yeah, she just stares at you. And um, if you see her on TV um, or on pictures or whatever, uh, that does not do her justice. That that bitch is beautiful, man. <laughs> and I held on for a long time, and all I felt with some guy trying to shove me away uh, and that's what you're supposed to do yeah so that's pro tip shove number you. six um the pushers are supposed to push you uh hold on for dear life to the girls until they push you out um don't resist don't put up a fight don't get mad it's their job to push you it's your job to hold on uh you know have that mutual respect for each other and just do what you can to get more time with the girls till they shove you out by force Great. Yeah. So that that was a uh, that was the uh, NMB experience. Yeah. Could have been better because of the weather, and I'm sure the weather caused them to move the goods line inside, which made the entire uh, venue kind of jammed. Yeah. And uh, also, it probably made the lines 
lot seem a lot longer than they were too. Well, I think the longest line was for the restroom, which I didn't get to see. Yeah, I didn't go anywhere near there because I knew it was a long line and I really didn't have to go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, another tip, we'll just call this six point one. Take a take a piss or a, a dump before you go to these events. Don't do it during because odds are you might soil yourself if you can't hold it long enough. Yeah, it all depends on how the, the venue's set up. Uh, the uh, Pacifico Yokohama, I had no problem using the restrooms. Yeah. Uh, granted, there were probably more than uh, – there had to be at least three or four different restroom areas. Yeah, you just had to go around the venue, that's all. Yeah, but at, at, at uh, Makuhari Mese, I, I only noticed one. I didn't notice there were one up the stairs or not, you know. But, uh, yeah, this is another thing. This was like a, a – dual level too because mm-hmm. we, we get into the venue and then you have to go down the stairs to where the actual handshake event was where there was a restroom which had the long 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 line mm-hmm. so uh, your overall experience uh, or not uh, your overall uh, feelings about this particular event positive uh, overall positive other than being wet um, I, I'm happy that I kind of got to Kind of got to meet Kotani Riho for a few brief seconds and bro-fist her. Mm-hmm. And very happy that I held on to Yamamoto for dear life. Great. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll go with our third Akshagai experience. Yes, Nagoya Dome. Which was a week later, yes. which was one week- weekend or the next weekend following. Yep. Nagoya Dome. AKB48. Uh, what was it? It was a Koisudo fortune cookie, right? Yeah, it was a KFC. Yep. KFC. Not the bucket, but the actual song. So, your thoughts? Uh, getting there, getting there sucked. I'll say that. <laughs> um, but actually, but the actual handshake event itself, um, from what I could experience during my time there, was very interesting. Um, they do entertain you a lot more at the bigger venues, I noticed. So you get radio shows. Uh, you get lots and lots of mini lives. You get to sit down. That, that, that's, yes. That's always nice. Um, it was very different from the NMB one, where the NMB one had a guy on a bullhorn yelling out numbers for all the people who get to handshake. Uh, on At Nagoya Dome, they put it on the big board so that you know which lane is taking which numbers, which made a hell of a lot more sense. Yes, yeah, so Nagoya Dome is actually a baseball stadium. So when we when we're talking about the board, we're, we're talking about the scoreboard or the video board. And yeah, instead of a guy yelling at it, you, you basically have the lanes listed with the members in the lanes, and then it, it'll flash the numbers like okay, one through one thousand is now being accepted at lane one one through ten. Yeah, you know, and they continue that throughout the day. Uh, you do get to see, sit. Uh, we had what you would call first base outfield side side uh, seats, uh, very comfortable for for you know compared to what we were experiencing at the previous events. Uh, it's a larger scale. Yeah. I mean, it, it's simply I don't know if they can do this all the time because it is a a baseball dome, but it is better for the fans. You know they use the outfield for the stage, or where they have a small seating area. And uh, behind that stage is, is where they have the uh, handshake lanes. So 
by the time we got there, I, apparently they had already done one performance and a, a few MCs. We got to experience a few performances and, and more MCs. And I heard they did this even after we left because it's an all-day event. So, uh, a very uh, different, very different, a uh, little more entertaining because of the video screens. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like watching the concert at Tokyo Dome. If you you could if you don't have the the binoculars, you're pretty much going to want to watch on the video screen. Yeah, because everything is pretty small. And oh, and then the concessions, yeah. concession stands were open. Big difference from 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 the other two events. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanted to grab a hamburger or some from karaage, you you the Coke, you can go to the concession stands. So uh, another positive. Also, you guys, you guys got to hear the uh, the announcement of the request hour while I was gone, right? Yes, uh, a lot of times at the AKB forty eight specific um, events, there will be uh, announcements, and in this case, it was announcing uh, the uh, request hour. How how it is different from previous years. Um, and how was the reaction of the crowd? Did they do the oh and eh and all that other shit? Yeah, it, it is, but it is, it's, it's different because these uh, Zenkoku Akshikai events, they're tailor-made for your casual fans. Okay. They're tailor-made for, for your, your people who happen to buy the limited edition CD, see, see the coupon in there and say, oh, hey, you know, maybe we'll go to one of these events. Because there were... were a lot of little girls with with their moms, mm-hmm. a lot of kids with their fathers and and and, and families there. Uh, in addition to the the, the, the uh, hardcore fans. Do you remember those guys behind us? Yes, <laughs> those guys were funny. They were screaming at everything. Yep, screaming at everything. And even though they were way in the outfield, it's like you know they're not going to hear you. Yeah, but they're screaming it. Yep. And, and in front of us, we had two two younger women with with their daughters. Yep. So, or maybe it was two younger women, one of them with a the daughter. Yeah. But, you know, you, you see a, a great mixture of, of fans at these events because it is the one, it is the ticket that it's easier to get. You can go to a record store, a CD store, and buy the CD. Yeah. And just, open your CD and you get the ticket. You just show up and you get your three seconds of yes. love and you're done. Yeah. But uh, definitely a more comfortable exp- uh, experience for, for, for the fans. Uh, same setup, obviously. Popular members. Uh, Yuko had her own line, right? Oh yeah, Yuko was Yuko was Yuko's the baller. Yuko's line was the longest. It it, it snaked. Uh, as soon as they opened up, the the lines filled with little girls. So lesson learned is little girls love Oshima Yuko. Yep. So there you go, guys. Rent a kid. We're going to emphasize this over and over again. Rent a child from your friends in Japan. Or, or pretend you're going to do the Big Brother program in Japan and rent a little girl. That's, that's all you have to do. Yeah, so uh, good experience. Fun time seeing the MCs and, and the performances. Um, they do a radio show with some of the girls from the lines. They'll take them out of the line. Yeah, that's what happened Once with Takamina, right? Takamina, they took no, her ta- out, didn't they? No, Takamina was... Uh, ill. Oh, okay. And this actually changed her line. She had a line with had uh, had three or four of the other members. Uh, one of them was Umeda. Yep. 
And because Takamita was feeling ill, she did not attend the event, and her lane all of a sudden became nothing. Desolate. It became like, <laughs> yeah. And it just shows the power of Takamina too, because for, as far as the general public is aware, you know, they are aware of who uh, Takamina is. Okay. You know, it's just like Oshima Yuko. It's like the general public is aware of her. So, so when you have a casual event, they're going to flock to her lane. Okay. You know, it's not like these these the members in that lane were all bad either, but we're also not considered super casual fans. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that, that lane went from a, a probably a crowded lane to a, a lane that was easier to, to get to. So speaking of that, which lane did we choose, Hero? Who did we get? Uh, we chose uh, the lane with uh, Izutarina, mm-hmm. Obamina. No neck. She has a neck. She has no neck. That's another, that's another show. Yep. Um. Uh, Mariko, uh, Nak- man, I oh, Naka, uh, Nakamura. Nakamura Mariko. Yeah, she's pretty. And uh, Tano Yuka. Tano Yuka, yeah. yes, who I, who I had uh, met at the Akshikai before. And who was the last member? Hirata Rina. Hirata Rina, yeah. who I also met previously. And that's pretty much why I, why I picked that lane. Me too. You know, because we had a choice <laughs> to pick. We want to get into the long line and meet some of the more popular members uh, my my attitude was let's go for the uh the value most members per line and, and, and just experience it that's right so just just to make this clear for my friends at basugatsu bakuhatsu and especially for our social media director alan i touched izuta rena for you on your behalf you're welcome and she was charming mm-hmm I mean, like I said, all of them were charming. I, I, the, the, the one that sticks out the most to me, other than uh, Hiratarina, was Obamina, because she's tiny. And she has no neck. She has a neck. She has no neck. Don't, don't, don't believe what Greg says. He is biased against her for some reason. No, she has She's no probably neck. Probably scorned when she got suspended. She has no neck. She has a neck, and we, we have video proof. Not what, not, not from what I saw when I shook her hand. She has no neck. But she is a tiny little girl, which really surprised me. Yes, she is. She was probably the shortest out of all the of the members in our lane. Like even Tano Yuka was taller than Obamina. And Tano Yuka's <laughs> tiny. Yeah, T- Tano Yuka's great. Uh, Hirata is great. Uh, that was your first experience with her. Yeah. What did you think? She's fucking cute. And that Valley Girl accent is pretty prominent when you talk to her in English. Of, she's definitely on my list for next year. Uh, very good handshake. Uh, are you planning to maybe get a couple of tickets for her next year? Uh, I I might pull. I might do the Hiratarina. Yeah. Uh, depends if there's a handshake event that we can go to during our oh, of course possible scheduled time. Yeah, that goes beyond saying. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, in, in this case, from what we understand, because after we left, it, the event kept on going until eight. Mm-hmm. Is they did more. Maybe performances and MCs to to give the girls a break or or what have you, and uh, it's a full day of entertainment if you're a fan. So if you have multiple tickets, you, you're able to to make the most out of it. Uh, you know they're fairly easy to get if you even if you don't buy the CDs, you can find them in resale shops. Um, it, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. You get led as soon as you 
get the handshake, though, you get led out of the arena through the back, which is, I guess, where if, if you're a baseball player, you know, where only the staff and baseball members are. And then you get outside again, and, and you just have to loop. Yep. Uh, we, we didn't have time to loop. We had to get back to Tokyo. Yep. But uh, if we had to do it again, we probably would just, you know, end up staying for the entire time. Just hang out. Yeah. Try to experience it all. All right. Uh, you know, this is a learning experience for us. So speaking of learning, um, well, let's move on to if we would try this type of stuff again. Uh, if so, what would you change for your game plan? I would get more Simbatsu members and more tickets per time slot for sure. So Because you can never enough Simbatsu members in a short time. So you would, uh, you would change it to where you would stack up more on Simbatsu and not so many on other lower tier members. Go big or go home, right? Go big or go home. No, actually, <laughs> that, that is complete bullshit. Uh, we, well, I'm looking at my schedule. Is, is you basically give yourself one Simbatsu member or one Simbatsu level of popularity? You know, because there are some non-Simbatsu members that are still very popular. Uh, you know, depending on which group you like, and 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 you know, you also have to take that into effect too. That each group has their own simbatsu. So, have one max, I think, and it depends on how many tickets you want to get of them too. You know, if you, you if you like for you, you have Takamina. Mm-hmm. If you have multiple tickets of Takamina, you have to pretty much know that, hey, there's a possibility you may only be able to fit Takamina in a lower level member member yep. for that time slot. Because you basically have one hour from the, the time the slot opens to the time the slot ends to get registered in that line. Yeah, this is for the oh. Dai Akshikai, not the other events. Yeah. You know, it's it's an hour and a half each each time slot, but it's really only an hour. Yeah. You know, you have an hour to get to that table to get signed in and, and, and get past them. So, you know, I'm looking at my schedule. I had to burn – I burned three total tickets. Now, two of them were open tickets, so that's not that bad. But one of them was Kitahara Rie. Mm-hmm. And I only had three members during that uh, that time slot. In fact, three pretty much was average at all time slots. And I, I felt rushed at each one. You know, Because you do not know until you get there which lane these members are in, how far you, you're going to be from your, your other members. And it, it's there's a lot of strategy involved of you know, even beforehand when you're buying these tickets, there's strategy involved to make sure you're not overloaded. But when you get there, you have to do it again to make sure that, you know, who should I go to first now that I've seen which where, which lanes they're in. So, yes, definitely uh, don't load up on Simbatsu, which we were warned about. Yep. It's just tough sometimes when you're signing up for the lottery to get caught up in the lottery sense. Yeah. And uh, maybe three members max. And if you're going to do that, Sembatsu and then go for uh, lower tier members after that. Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. You, could, you could also go to the low tier members first and then, you know, pop right into the Sembatsu person before that hour is over. Yeah. Uh, it, it all depends on your strategy. You know, you've you got to think about it. You pay attention as you leave your lanes. Pay attention to the lanes to the right and left of the member that you're visiting so you get an idea of oh, okay, Obamina was to the right of, of my line when I was in for Kojiharu. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you look at her line, see how long it is, see what level of member you consider. Uh, in, in this case, Obamina. You know, look to the right, to the left and see who else is there. Get an idea of of how long these lines are because sometimes they're not sold out, but there's constantly people there. Yeah. You know, and then there's other lower members. You know, the the Kenkuse, uh, and sometimes the Kenkuse are sold out too. So it all depends. You just have to be aware of, of who's uh, who's really popular and, and how long these lines are going to be. Mm-hmm. Don't don't try to schedule five members. Not less. Time, so not less. You're Frank. Friends. If you're Frank, you're a fucking warrior. But he's also experienced too. Yeah. So he he knows a little more of of who's going to be super popular and whether he can really do it or not. But yeah, for us. You know, this was a learning experience. We'll probably have to take another time to, to, to learn even more yeah. on schedule. So yeah, that's that's my key key point, my pro tip for for the the Dioxy guy. Okay. Don't don't load up. Don't load up. I agree with Hero. Don't load up on uh, Senbatsu or popular members. Also, yeah, as as Hero mentioned, don't assume that just because a girl is not generally popular with the western fans that she isn't super popular with the japanese so you're gonna have to take that into consideration as well um if you have an oshi that you really really want to meet over and over again just stack up on tickets for her do what hero did hero had lots and lots of michan and he split it up and he got to meet michan lots of times so uh it did uh I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to make sense. Yeah. Even though I did do that, yeah. it can, you can run into problems yeah. with that. Uh, in this case, I had six tickets for Michan. Yeah. I split it up as two and four. Yeah. I had to burn Kitahara Rie. To get Michan? Because of that. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, what happened was the, the first handshake that I did was with her. Yeah. So 20 seconds. So that line was, was a decent line. Mm-hmm. But then I had to go all the way across the uh the arena or the uh the convention center yeah to meet Otaika. oh and then you had to go back around yeah okay that sucks yeah, and, and and her line wasn't super long but it wasn't short either yeah you know especially because you spend part of the time in line for michan yeah so by the time i got out of Otaika, yeah i looked at the clock that sounds so wrong I, <laughs> oh, oh yeah <laughs> Uh, well, innocent people like myself wouldn't wouldn't think about that when when saying such sentences. <laughs> anyway, dirty minds like yourself, of course, are going to interpret it in the wrong way. <laughs> hey, dirty guys who go to sex shops That's while right. in Japan. Yes, but but yeah yeah. Once once I uh, I was I was done shaking uh, Love Tan's hand, you know, you're you're going out, and I had a chance to take a look at the clock, and I believe I had maybe like 15 minutes mm-hmm. before the the. Uh, reception time would end yeah so i had to choose and of course i'm going to choose my oshi and four tickets over kitahari unfortunately i mean it's not like i didn't want to meet her it's just you have to you're going to burn you gotta you know rank things as importance mm-hmm. so yeah i had to get back in line for that okay so it, it could work against you maybe you you spread your tickets over different time slots yeah you know, when, when meeting your oshi yeah but yeah if you really really like your oshi then yeah do what hero said just get lots of tickets, spread them out. Make sure that you have plenty of time to to meet her and then other girls, and then meet her again if you want. Um, the other thing I want to say is uh, stay hydrated and eat food. God, this th- this is a, some something that we we did not follow. We were told <laughs> we were told to do it, 
but we didn't do it. So like it, we even went to the cone beanie and bought food before for the, for the day. And I don't think any of us really ate that much. Like I drank water outside when I could, but it still didn't help. I think I did that and I had a, like a, a, you know, one of those energy bar type things. Yeah. But a lot of the time was you're just standing in line. Yeah. And you just, you can't eat inside. Yeah. You can't eat inside. Yeah. While you're in line. I, I think in the rest area you, you probably could. But uh, yes, that's that's another part of your time management. Yeah. You know, even though there is a built-in break, everybody's taking that built-in break. Yeah. So uh, we went to a mall and basically we went to the mall and walked back. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, nothing, with nothing done. Yeah. So uh, which brings us to another point. Yeah. Don't do all all seven rounds right yeah we're gonna end. Or, or if you do you got to do it smartly yeah do it smartly like our initial plan for this dioxikai was all right we're gonna do round one round two round three and we're gonna choose a round where we just disappear and take a break that didn't happen we ended up doing all seven rounds so if you are planning to do a ha- dioxikai handshake event maybe unless your girl only has that one particular slot maybe plan to take one or two slots off so you can have a break and go get something to eat or rest up or or do whatever you need to do and then feel refreshed for the next rounds because yeah yeah. first timers are going to have a hard time doing this because it may be their only chance to to meet members you know maybe they're not going to do it yearly like we do yeah but but yes if 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 you don't want to be exhausted and, and broke i mean i was broken (laughs) <laughs> by the end of, of slot five <laughs> i mean i was physically and mentally broken and you can ask dave Vu, and greg frank the line chat Carol, was they all, they all line chat me, was yeah. hilarious i, I can't they do this anymore I was, <laughs> I was ready to give up i walked by umeda ayaka's line for slot six yeah. and there was no wait and i still didn't want to go through <laughs> i was just i just knew that the fact that my 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 lack of japanese my, my physical energy was gone. I, I, I just didn't want to have that anxiety of going up to them and basically saying nothing and walking away with a bad feeling. <laughs> it took me that whole slot six, hour and a half, yeah. to where I was just like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. So, yeah, just uh, keep that in mind. You know, If you are going to go all seven rounds, you know, maybe have a light round where you only have one member so that you can just get some rest. Yeah. Even if it's just leaning up against the wall, it, it beats just standing in line and, and having to run to another lane because it, it may break you. Yeah. You you will be broken if you do all seven rounds. Yeah. It, it's tough. Oh, we, we may do it next year too, but we may only have one one member for a few rounds. You know, our, our thoughts now is do two to three members for slots one and two. Yep. And then take three, four, and five sort of easy, yep. or three and four easy. Yeah. Uh, and then six and seven, usually those are where the uh, the lower-ranked members are. So for the most part, you should be able to get a bunch of handshakes in, in there. Yeah, that means like you can spend like half an hour with Ishida Ana. That's, that's what that means. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> I, uh, I, some lanes are just very bare. I, I would, I would totally do that. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Ishida Ana is my SKE Oshi, but... There, there's some things you can't explain of why a member isn't popular. You know, especially if from our experience meeting them, there's no reason why they shouldn't be a good handshake. Mm-hmm. 
you know, some girls have a reputation of a bad handshake, but Ishida Ana was a great handshake. She's very easy on the eyes. She's fucking charming as hell, though. Uh, even watching the videos, she seems to perform well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I can't figure it out. But you know what? That's to our benefit. Mm-hmm. If everybody else wants to pass on her or, or somebody like uh, uh, Yakata Miki, mm-hmm. hey, that, that's fine with me. I want you to support them, but if that means that I can go there with a short line, I'm going to take advantage of that. So what Hiro is basically saying is, thank you, Japanese fans, for screwing over Ishida Ana and Yakata Miki. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. I mean, Sato Sara, right? Yeah. She only has one slot the entire event. Cause still... and it was empty. Oh. And she's, she's, she's charming. I mean, you know, her handshake wasn't as good as Yakata Miki's, yeah. but you sit there and just go, wow, what a beauty. Did you stare at her eyes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wasn't wearing like a bathing suit. <laughs> but I, I used one of the open tickets on her and it's just like, you just, it's, it's one of those weird things is, you know, when you when you go there and you just don't understand why why some members are just not too popular. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, like I said, we don't make the rules. We'll take advantage of them. We just play the game the way it's. Yeah, we'll play play the game the way it's it's meant to be played. All right. So um, my other advice, this is from me personally. Again, don't hang out with your friends after you du- you're done cycling your lines. <laughs> sacrifice sacrifice hanging out with your friends. Uh, for the sake of finishing your your lines properly, uh, that also ties into proper lane management. As Hero said, sometimes your girls are far far away from each other, so yeah. prepare to prepare to do a lot of running around. Um, if you're good at Muay Thai, you know, learn, use those knees and elbows to get, get your way through. Um, if you're lucky like me, my my fourth round, all the girls were next to each other which was good, but that's also a disadvantage because some girls, if they see you going into another line after you're done with them, they get very jealous. <laughs> I had that problem. Yeah. And it, it usually is going to affect you when you have uh, the less popular girls because there is no curtain, no room that you're going into. Yeah. I had that problem with uh, slot three where I had uh, Shimada Haruka yeah. and Hiratarina. They were right next to each other. <laughs> now, thankfully, not back to back. Yeah. But they were at the point to where they were facing each other. Okay. So, I actually made it so much harder on myself. I went to uh, Machin first. Yep. Which is all the way at the end, the other end. Yep. Of the arena. So I walk over, go to Shimada, who I had scheduled second. I saw that she was next to Hirata Arena. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> so I went to Haru's line. Got the handshake, and then I had to make a quick decision: Do I go straight to Hirata Arena because she's right there, or do I go all the way back to to Machin? And I went all the way back to Machin, saw the line was a bad, and instead of doing that, I decided to go back to Hirata Arena because it was time enough to where they would forget about me. Okay. You know, it's not like I went right back and go, "Hey, yeah, yeah, nice to meet you," and boom, right to the next person. Yeah, you you don't want to do that. I kind of made it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of made it hard on myself, but it's just one of those things. You 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 can't know that they're going to put them next to each other yeah and that's what happened so you you have to be aware of that because some girls they'll brush it off and go okay whatever but other girls may go oh fuck you give you the stink eye as you're going through the line so you you don't like maybe love tan might do yeah so you you, oh yeah and and for love tan uh don't wear any other girl's gear in front of her (laughs) that's the other thing uh 
So if you're supporting another member, take your shirt off and change your shirt before you get to Love Ten. Yep. Uh, what else? What else is advice? Oh, uh, bring deodorant or body spray or something because it gets stinky in there too. <laughs> yeah, I used uh, Gatsby wipes. Yeah, get get some of that stuff from the Kuhn Beanie. Uh, it'll help. Yep. It'll refresh yourself too. I mean, yeah. It's, and- in addition to making yourself smell a little better, uh, it's just kind of you know it's like an alcohol-based type cleanser. Yeah, don't don't suck on it and get drunk, but you know, yeah, use it Sick. use it to wash your face, wipe your hands, you know, keep keep yourself Anything somewhat refreshed. Cool yeah, yeah, uh, bring a fan. Yeah, uh, Uchiwa. Yeah, but not the type of Uchiwa that you would get with uh, you know your Oshi's face on it because those don't fold up. Mm-hmm. If you can get one of those expandable folding fans you know those are your friends at, at these type of events because otherwise you're going to be looking for a magazine or a piece of paper to to, to keep yourself cool yeah and uh also comfortable shoes very comfortable shoes broken this in- is just a trip yes this is just a trip tip as well because you're walking yeah a lot the entire trip but especially when standing on concrete floors comfortable shoes yeah and if you have insoles they don't help because your feet swell so don't wear them. Now that's interesting because the year before you recommended the insoles. Yeah, it got it got worse as we started walking along this year. So I I took okay. the insoles out. For some reason, my feet started swelling a lot when uh, we were walking. So I don't know. Mine too. It might have just been I, – I don't know what was so different from this year than last year. But yeah, my feet were swollen. Yeah. I used to – I'd have to take a bath and soak. Yeah. And uh, lastly um, – for advice for the Daiokshukai or any handshake event really is learn some Japanese. Um, as Hiro will, will, will attest to, the word doko is an important one to know. <laughs> oh, should we go through this story real quick? I man? think so, because it, okay. it'll emphasize the point. Okay, one of my biggest disappointment handshakes, and it wasn't disappointing because the girl was disappointing, it was the experience was disappointing, was uh, Kojima Haruna. Uh, I get to her line, I go through the spiel with, I, I'm from America. And, you know, I'm not saying it real quickly either, so that takes up quite a bit of the 10 seconds. And the first thing she does is say, Toko? And there it was, that one word that froze me, because I had no clue what she was saying. I, I had completely forgotten that word, which I had learned earlier, you know, a few years ago. But I, it's, it's one of those things, you, you get a response that you're not expecting, you don't know what to say. So basically she said, Doko. And the second time after I paused and had this bewildered look, she leans her head and goes, Doko. And at that time I'm getting dragged out. <laughs> so all I have time to say is, uh, you know, Sumimasen, nice to meet you, but I wave. And I, I swear she probably, as soon as I left, probably just shook her head and goes, why is that Japanese guy not able to understand Japanese? <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and, Koji Hara is beautiful in person, so you're, you're kind of mesmerized by her looks anyway. But to have that happen, I mean, I was just like, I, w- I was crushed. <laughs> Plus, she took twenty; she was twenty minutes late to her uh, her lane. Oh yes, so that started the downfall of me for 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 the rest of the day. Oh, it, it, this is another. This segues into another uh, piece of advice: don't expect your girls to be on time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty minutes late. Cause uh, yeah, Hiro had Kochiharu twenty minutes late. Milky was fifteen minutes late for her her line, 
and Potter got sick. Yeah, and Potter got sick. So uh, you're going to have to be able to do, call an audible and, and change plays on the fly, man. Don't don't expect see, that, things to go your way. Yeah, and that's part of the problem. With in our case, uh, with Milky showing up late and, and Koji Hara showing up late, they eventually showed up. Yeah. Uh, Dave was in line for Potterdew. Yeah. And there was never really an announcement or that he was aware of that she wasn't going to show up. It was always the fact that oh maybe she will show up. You know they they didn't announce that no she's not showing up until it was too late. So that that kind of ruined his his time slot. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, one of those scenes. Doko means where. Yes. <laughs> so yes, back to the main point. Learn learn oh. some basic Japanese words such as directions and and learn learn where you're from and learn how to say it in in Japanese and learn learn the question words at least. <laughs> Especially if you look Japanese like myself. That's right. You may get a different pass if you're 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 Caucasian or something or or African American to where you know obviously you're not you. Sh- to them, you probably don't know much, so that's when they, you know, gives them their cue to start practicing their English, which is usually the same thing all the time. Yeah. You know, my name is Kojima Haruna. <laughs> How are you? That type of stuff. Nice to meet you. I love you. Yeah. You know, basic English. English. Yeah. Next time I meet Takamina, Takamina, I'm your father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, learn learn some basics. It'll help you also uh, ordering food or, or or just you know when you're at the kombini. Yeah, you know, don't don't do my method of just looking to Greg or looking to Dave to interpret everything. <laughs> uh, eventually, eventually. Yes. All right. So we went over we went over the venues as we uh, talked about the handshakes. So we don't have to worry about that. Uh, I just want to make a point that I, I still think that Yokohama Pacifico needs better central air conditioning. Cause it was so fucking hot in there. Yeah. It seemed like it wasn't on. I mean, a lot of it's, you know, you're running around too. So it's hard to, hard to tell. Yeah. Hard to tell, but it was the warmest of the venues. It, it wasn't warm like in the summer, but yeah, when you're in line after walking across the hall at a, at a good pace, yeah, you tend to be perspiring. A little. It's also the fact that there were a lot, a lot of people coming in between rounds three and round six. So the more people that are in there, the more body heat that is generated, and then it gets kind of nasty in there. Yeah, so. three, four, and five are, are considered the the real busy times. Yeah. So that's between noon and and uh, five o'clock. Yeah. So just after lunch and just before work ends, uh, it, it's yeah, it's pretty pretty gross in there. Uh, if you if you manage to finish your time slots uh, early, uh, I recommend going outside and taking a breather, if you can. Yeah, you either go outside or or park yourself near the first lane of the the next slot yeah. time slot. Yeah, and so you're not yeah. running around. Do the pre lineup thing. Yeah, um, and, and I want to emphasize this again: don't do all seven rounds. <laughs> don't don't do it. Just, just don't fucking do it. Don't fill your seven rounds with three, two to three members, all Senbatsu, or very popular. Uh, you're just going to end up paying for it at the end. Yeah, my plan next year is to get my Oshis and get a few more members, maybe 10 members maximum. Yeah. You know, that's always different because members come and go. Yeah. And we're not going for another year. Yeah. But my, my thoughts are to try to get my Oshis. So if that's four members right there, 
and maybe up to six more. Maybe. You know, sometimes I think part of the problem was I was picking members because of their importance to the group mm -hmm. and how, how nice it would be to meet them. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to it, if you're not 100% totally interested in them and you just want to see them, you know, maybe that's where you go to the uh, Zenkoku events for. Yeah. Just so you could say, I, I, oh, I, I shook Umechan's hand or I, I shook Yuihan's hands. If they're not top, part of your top favorites, maybe the uh, the uh, Dioxh guy's not where you want to meet him. Yeah, uh, I guess I want to add to this point because this was brought up on the uh, the NS NSK podcast about Japan. Um, if if you are going to uh, if you are going to a Dioxukai, pick girls that you can actually say something to. Um, just to uh, back up Hero's point about picking girls, just because, just because. <laughs> so yeah, pick girls that you can actually say something to. Um, also, if you are going to meet a Senbatsu, uh, they've heard so much stuff before you showed up that they usually don't give a fuck about whether you're from America or Canada or Cambodia or wherever. So you're going to have to think of something really creative to get them to actually react because, uh, yeah, the, there are some pretty hard eggs to crack there, man. Yeah, the popular members are just, they're sold out for the most part. Yeah. So you know that they're getting line after line and it's endless. And yeah, what else? Uh, I remember CK said, don't, don't, tell everybody they're kawaii yeah because they hear that all the time now i did say that to akiyoshi yuka yeah but she's a young member that's kind of new and she took it well yeah but yeah i'm sure if you say that to, to, to sakura or something it's they hear that all the time yeah like if you go up to harupi and say dang you're cute well it might work the first time because she's never seen you before but if you're one who consistently goes to these things and you say it over and over again it's just going to wear off so yeah, it, it, you have to use a little bit of creativity and, and maybe learn a bunch of phrases and learn them not the night before. So you can forget them when <laughs> yeah, you, you might want to do some homework on some of the girls that you want to talk to just so that you have something specific for them rather than a general blanket statement. That's that's what I'm understanding from my experience. It's blanket statements will work great if it's your first time, but the second time, I highly doubt it'll work again. So. Yeah, I plan on using something different next time. Even though I want them to know that I come from overseas, yeah, I, I want to say something, maybe another line or or something like that, that, that that's more specific to the members. I mean, it's only ten seconds too. So, um, twenty seconds was great with Hirata Arena because it was in English. Yeah, uh, forty seconds with Michan was almost too much for my level of, of Japanese. Mm. You know, I was using the broken English-Japanese type thing. And, and while I got the point across, I think, it's just maybe 30 or 20 seconds was going to be better. Like maybe next time I don't get as many tickets for Michan because I know what I can say in that time. Yep. Now on the flip side, 10 seconds is way too much for Umeda Ayaka. <laughs> she had no clue what I was saying in my, my slow standard english phrase ah uh, you fail with the real woman you fail yes I mean, she she the look she gave me it wasn't a bad look it's just you could tell she had no clue what i was saying you know it was it was like the tourist trying to to to, to get instructions on how to get somewhere you you disappoint you know, boy in like, 10 i'm sorry yeah, it was one of those like i'm sorry i don't know what you're saying <laughs> which is surprising because she was at washington dc yep so i, I kind of figured they had to do a crash course of of English to, to help them there. But Lord knows you know, they remember that. One of the fails. Yeah. 
one of the fails of the day, and it was slot six, the one that I didn't want to be at. Uh, it just all compounded for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to close this off, the other thing I think was brought up uh, in, in the NSK podcast was um, if you're going to do 10 seconds, it's enough to say, uh, you know, congratulate somebody on something they did or to wish them luck or to give them a message of support. Um, if you want to... If you want to actually have a conversation with them, then maybe you might want to buy more tickets. Because <laughs> you'd think 10 seconds is enough, but really it's not. All right, so let's let's move on to general tourism in Japan. Uh, now that we're done with all this idle stuff, sort of. <laughs> so this trip took us outside of Tokyo for the first time. Well, for me and you, I don't know about Vu, but maybe Vu as well. Uh, Dave's been outside of Tokyo uh, on his uh, previous trips. So uh, we went to Yokohama. Uh, we visited Chiba, Nagoya, Osaka, and Kobe. So what are your thoughts on places that are not Tokyo? I can't believe there's actually stuff to do outside of Tokyo. <laughs> or Akihabara, to, to be exact. Okay. And that's a complete BS as normal. But yeah, there's so much more... Our first trip was all about Tokyo. Yeah. All about Akihabara. And granted, if it's your first trip, there there is tons of stuff to do within Tokyo. So, yeah. I mean, there's still stuff we haven't done. So, it's not like you need to go outside of Tokyo, but, man, it was nice. It was nice uh, going to Osaka and checking out the castle at Nagoya, which apparently there's nothing else to do in Nagoya. I happen to like the castle, Nagoya Castle. Uh, Yokohama, Chiba, and Kobe were pretty much just one-shots, so we didn't get to explore the land there. But we definitely had time to explore Nagoya and uh, Osaka. Yeah. And uh, it's fun. There's cool. a lot of culture. Uh, I, I felt like this trip, as far as a tourist trip, mm -hmm. was, was more rewarding. Okay. Because of, of the extra things that we did. The non-Akihabara idols or shopping things that we did. Okay. Cool. Uh, did you feel the same way, or was it kind of like, no, I'd rather would have stayed at the maid cafes in Akihabara? <laughs> you mean do the Desla tour? Um, yes. No. Uh, I, I I would like to have explored Yokohama a bit more. That's for sure. Uh, Yokohama is supposed to be a pretty cool place. Uh, there's a Chinatown in Yokohama that apparently is very famous, so maybe next year. Uh, Chiba, not so much. <laughs> uh Osaka, uh, I would like to... That was very cool. I uh, would love to spend more time there just to do bumming around outside of the outside of the touristy districts because there's a lot of stuff to do there and lots and lots of stuff to eat. Lots of stuff to eat, and that's just in Dotonbori. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing how many restaurants there are in that crowded little area. Um, Kobe, I, I, I don't know. That, that was a long ride, but it has a very nice seaside view. I have to say that. That was really really nice um yeah i i'd say nagoya the locals make fun of nagoya just because well i guess they live there and nagoya is like the middle i guess it's like the middle of nowhere and there's nothing to really do <laughs> but uh, i wouldn't mind exploring nagoya a little bit more further outside of the castle and sunshine sakai just to see if the locals are really bullshitting us or if it actually is true or not um, but yeah, I liked Osaka a lot. Osaka was 
very different from Tokyo. Yeah, very different feel. Yeah, very definitely uh, chill. Not slow though. Yeah, it's it's a busy, booming place. It's it's crazy, but it's not it's not like Tokyo where you feel rushed. In Osaka, you don't feel that that kind of tension or crazy attitude that uh, you usually get in Tokyo. So I, I liked it. A, I liked it a lot. I thought of Dotonbori, and I've never been to New York, yeah. Times Square, but that's the feel that I got from it. Okay. Like what I would ex- expect uh, Times Square to be, except with obviously there's more people in Times Square, but it had that same feel because you had all the neon lights. Yep. That that uh, the canal, you know, yep. where they filmed uh, Ha. Yep. The dance part of uh, where they're on the boat. Uh, there was just something uh, different about that area that I enjoyed the, the feel. You know, the uh, the giant crabs, the Glico Man. You know, I've seen these scenes so much in movies and videos that to finally be there was kind of like, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely go to Osaka again. And Osaka is full of Dave Chang's peeps. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely f- full of Chinese tourists. Who knew that it was a t- Chinese tourist trap? But... Yes, that's, that's another thing that I hear. <laughs> Uh, so um, to get to some of these places we took the Shinkansen so what did you think of the Shinkansen was it worth the cost of the JR Pass well we took four Shinkansens I think yeah. because we took one up to Nagoya yep. and from Nagoya to Osaka and basically the same same thing backwards and we also had a, a stop in Kobe mm-hmm. so we utilized it for three days we didn't take the train much in, in Osaka but that basically paid for for the the uh, the ticket, which is you know at the time about two hundred eighty dollars U.S. Mm-hmm. Maybe just under three hundred, we'll say. Uh, and from what I hear from Anthony and Ahmed was when they saw the price of the JR pass, they're like, "Wow, that's a great deal," because they knew that once you take one round trip Shinkansen, it's basically paid for. It. So it, it's highly recommended if you're you're traveling outside of Tokyo. You get to use it for seven days, uh, seven days straight. So if you're taking some Shinkansens or you're, you're, you're going to Kyoto, you're going to Osaka, going to uh, Kyushu, and you, you start out in Tokyo, definitely worth the, worth the price. Yeah. Uh, if you're staying within Tokyo, you, you don't need it. We could do, you could do just like we did last year. Just, just buy a, a Suica card and, and keep on loading it. Yeah. So, yeah, highly recommended. So that's our pro tip number eight or whatever, or seven. Seven. Yep. Buy a JR Pass. Buy a JR Pass if you are not a citizen of Japan. And you plan to go outside of Tokyo. Yes. Otherwise, Suica card. Yes, Suica card. You you probably should get one of those, too, so you don't have to keep on buying the tickets. Yeah, uh, unless you're adventurous and you want to try using the ticketing machine. It just gets kind of old, though, right? Yeah. It's so much easier just to get that pass and just hit the scanner and you're on your way. Yeah, because we had to use the ticketing machine at, I think, Kobe because uh, it didn't take JR Suica cards. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. And there aren't too many places that don't take the Suica card either. Yeah. So if you're if you're really hardcore, you get a, you get a Passmo card, which is the other type of transit pass. And you might be covered for about ninety percent. 
Um, so we covered Nagoya, but re- really, <laughs> what did what, you, other than the castle? What did you like about Nagoya? Well, we weren't there too 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 much, so it's hard to really judge it by us going to the SKE Cafe, <laughs> uh, looking outside the gates of the SKE Theater. Yeah, that was sad. Uh, what, what was the What was the record store? Uh, I don't remember was the name of it. I think it was. We spent okay, a lot. That, that was a fabulous uh, store. Oh yeah. I mean, they had probably a larger idol section than than Tower. Yep. And Shibuya, it was is really impressive. I bought all uh, those uh, Kiss books. That, that, that was yeah. They had <laughs> Kiss books there. They had photo books galore. Yep. Uh, it was also a place where you could rent CDs and, and movies there. So and that's in the same complex, the Sun, Sunshine Sakai complex. Okay. Uh, but that's all we went to. We were basically there for the castle and for Sunshine Sakai. So I really can't give it a full okay rating. But but you found both of those those uh, areas that we went to rather memorable, at least, right? Yeah, it's it's different. I'd want to go to the castle again uh, when they're done with the renovations. Okay. Uh, obviously. Uh, that's going to take a while. I think they said 2016 is when it's going to be done, so okay. we don't have to go back there unless we want to go to a SKE theater show. Uh, what did you think of the SKE 48 Cafe compared to the Aki Habata one? A uh, lot smaller. Okay. A lot quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, less food choices, if I recall. Mm-hmm. There weren't a, a ton of – you mean, considering they still have a large amount of members – it wasn't a huge uh, amount of uh, dishes to choose from. Uh, they have that nice little bus in the cafe. That's kind of neat for a picture photo op. Yep. Uh, the the shop itself that's connected is very small. Uh, but they do have uh, monthly photos that you can get there. Yeah. Uh, that's different than, than the AKB cafe. Uh, you can buy uh, member-specific photos uh, by the month. So I thought that was kind of neat for collectors. Uh, instead of buying a random five-pack, you get five photos, all of your favorite member. Yep. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, there weren't too many that were sold out, right? No, they're they're all available. So. Yeah, that's that's what's good. Uh, so, but otherwise, you know, it's just basically the same thing. Uh, you can buy a drink and get a get a SKE coaster. Yeah, I, I dumped my SKE coaster on a table. <laughs> had some some random say that you had no clue who who she was, right? Yeah, it was under the who dis category. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Yeah. So uh, it was a good experience. I don't know if I have to go back there unless <laughs> we're staying there to, to to see theater shows. Then it's like you know you might as well. So do you think the food was just as overpriced as in the regular AKB cafe? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. What I ate was pretty satisfactory. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're not going there for the food. What'd you think of the view? Are you talking about the talent? Yes. I thought the talent was good. Okay. I mean, I'm not really. You gotta remember, I, I'm I'm an older guy, so I, I'm not looking to to be super impressed by the talent. But yes, I do expect the talent to be somewhat cute because of the theme of the of of the the restaurant. Yeah. So uh, I was satisfied with it, you know. As long as they come in and, and, and take our order and get our dishes right. <laughs> and give us coasters. Yeah, give us coasters. Okay. I'm all good with it. All right, speaking of talent, let's go to Osaka. 
<laughs> so uh osaka we did a lot of walking around uh so what did you think of uh osaka other than like the bright lights and uh and all that well i also didn't get to explore osaka as much as you guys yep. as i was i, I fell ill mm-hmm. due to standing in the rain and in, in uh at Makahari Messe. So there were two days where I just stayed in the hotel yep. and rested. And it was pretty much I needed to shut myself down. Okay. Uh, at nighttime, I came out to grab something to eat, and, and there's, there's some good sights out there. Uh, there is uh, there, there are some talented, young-looking ladies in uh, Osaka. And they dress very well during Halloween. Very, very much so. But I, I was able to come out on Saturday when they uh, were all dressed up. Yep. Um, it was wonderful. Yes, very nice. <laughs> uh, so what did you think of the fugu? We ate fugu, and we're still alive. Well, fugu is one of those things, it's on the bucket list of many people because of the uh, reputation it has as being a risky meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the place that we go, went to was, was recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chefs are, are well-trained so uh, I, I believe you have to have like five to seven years of of, of being a uh, trainee mm-hmm. before you can actually uh, get the okay to, to do the cooking. Okay. Uh, so obviously they're all trained. We're not going to some shady place where they just got it off and just started cutting it open for where lives, our lives are in danger. Okay. Uh, but as far as – was it a memorable meal? Uh, the the fish itself is is very bland. Okay. Uh, we had two styles, sashimi style. Yep. And uh, sh- uh, nabe style. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? I, 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 other than just to try it, I don't know if I'd recommend it for the price. Yeah, it was pretty expensive. <laughs> and yeah, and and, and by, by the way, once again, thank you for the the fine meal. No problem. Even though I, I'm 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 downplaying it right now. <laughs> It, it, it was no money off my out of my wallet. <laughs> what but yeah, I mean, didn't you agree? It wasn't really. I mean, the, the sashimi was kind of chewy, kind um, of thin, the, thinly sliced. The texture I found of the sashimi was very jelly-like. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, it wasn't where I was chewing it. I'm like, oh, this is the, the texture is so great, and it, I, and because it was so thin, there wasn't a lot of flavor. Wait, Even if you're putting it and dipping it in, and show you. Yeah, it was it was very. Blah. Yeah, and the nabe, it was very bony. Yes. So it was very tough to get to the meat. I mean, I, I think I was more satisfied with the vegetables. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah. it's it's worth trying. Um, I'd just like to mention that there were tons of uh, tons of Dave Chang's peeps around us. As as all, all around the entire city of Osaka. Even even our server, I think, was one of Dave Chang's peeps. Oh, um, yeah. So, you know, they they weren't dying around us and passing out and 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 convulsing on the floor. So, I assume that the meal was okay. Yeah, and we did go to a place that was basically a fugu specific restaurant. Mm-hmm. So everything on the menu was, was was fugu. Yeah, I think that's how they do it there, uh, since they have to go through so much training, and it is like a tourist attraction almost. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'd say fugu is something that you might want to try, but uh, it's 
not necessarily something that you should go out of your way to do. Yeah. I enjoy the Okonomiyaki better. Mm. That one, wings. That one. Yamachan. Oh, Yamachan wings, man. So good. Yes. Oh, recommended by our friend Ahmed. Oh, so good. Yeah, we ate, we ate at two different locations. So that tells you how much we like it. Because we didn't really double up too many places. No. Other than Denny's. It's Denny's. Yeah. We come to Tokyo to eat Denny's. That's right. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Yamachan's, which is a chain uh, known for their chicken wings. Uh, interesting enough, uh, Nagoya-style chicken wings. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Okonomiyaki, which is a Osaka specialty, uh, was good. Uh, takoyaki, I only had one piece. That was also good. It's also a Osaka specialty. Oh, so good. But but don't don't eat it right away. It's very hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, you don't want to burn the, the roof of your mouth. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Food's always good. No matter what level you're eating at in Japan, the food is always good. Yeah. If you, if you, if you're, if you don't have 90% of your meals being very good, you, you just have bad luck picking, picking places or you're eating at McDonald's or something. Or you're just a really snooty food critic. Yeah, it's just... Part of the fun of going on uh, going to Japan is, is eating. You know, uh, the, the idols parts is great, but you know that's not a must for everybody who goes to Japan. Yeah. Everybody who goes to Japan is probably going to have a fun time eating. Yeah. And, and and not at a high cost either. You know, we didn't eat at so many expensive places. They're all very reasonable priced places. Uh, so before we uh, before we leave uh, Osaka, I'll just talk about our uh, our journeys in Umeda and and Nagoya. Or not Nagoya, um, Namba, <laughs> Namba. Uh, so Namba, uh, we we found the SKE or the NMB forty eight theater, and the NMB forty eight theater was always either closed or not available to enter because there was something going on. Which is kind of disappointing. So it's similar to the SKE theater where we got shut out all the time, uh, but it, it seems to have an underground entrance from what I what I saw. But, you go downstairs, it looked yeah. like. So uh, next to the NMB theater, about a block away, or not really a block, but maybe around the corner, uh, is a replica of the AKB48 cafe in uh, Akihabara. And when I say replica, it's like pretty much the same shit as Akihabara. Uh, there are no like real Namba specialties, so there's no like real Namba uh, specific foods of any type. No NMB member pimping anything that uh, that you may want to try to eat for a stupidly expensive price. So if you've been to the Akihabara Cafe, uh, you've basically been to the Namba Cafe. It's not not any different. Okay, so that's one of the places that you went when I was sick. So yeah. if we had to go there again, there's uh, really no reason to because the, the, even the uh, coasters are the same? Yeah, it's pretty much an exact copy. So okay. not not yeah, really worth it. Disappointing. Yeah, uh, the talent was okay. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually disappointed to hear that because that was one of the things that, that the SKE Cafe, you know, it was – it was it was more about SKE. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would think they would take advantage of that for the the Namba location. Now the Namba one was basically here's the AKB48 cafe for those of you who can't go to Tokyo. And that's too bad. I would have loved to get you know NMB style coasters. Yeah, no. You know, with a slightly different menu too. Yeah, it was very disappointing. Okay. Um, next to that was the was the AKB48 shop. So again, same as the one in Tokyo. So not really, not really a big difference. Uh, but if you go to the next store over, it's the NMB specific shop, which was also disappointing because everything was sold out. <laughs> So, uh, not really worth actually walking into unless you actually just want to see it. And that was different too in that uh, when you go to the AKB48 official shop in Akihabara, yeah. uh, for the most part, there's items out there. At this NMB shop, it's more like what I hear the old Hello Project shop was, is where you see a poster with, with the items and what's available. And I, I, you probably have to fill out a form and give it to the, the clerk. Yeah, because they didn't have a whole lot of uh, stuff out on display. Yeah, and if there's anything that you really wanted, like say if you wanted something from like a NMB Sembatsu, good luck getting it because wasn't happening. Yeah, that just tells you that they aren't putting a, either a high importance with it or that the group's just stupidly popular that they can't keep stuff in stock. Yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. I think the group is pretty popular. I also think that maybe they just don't stock well enough. Maybe they don't have the right management. Or maybe they're just given leftovers from the events. It's hard to say. Yeah. It's, but but when you when you have a full shop, and it's not huge, but we know it's 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 a full full size shop. You know, they're they're paying a certain amount of rent. You want to be able to actually have stuff in there so people can buy. Yeah. And, and I didn't feel that when I went in there. You know, I would have loved to got gotten a few things and there was just nothing that attracted me that to, to, to get pick up something yeah and there's some really there's some neat stuff in there and you just can't take any pictures of anything so uh that was that was also kind of disappointing but oh well yeah but uh namba that was pretty much it then there's dontonbori which uh you know hero mentioned which is kind of like a giant outdoor shopping complex so you actually have to go outside to go to the stores and then they're under like giant uh there's sections where there's a bunch of stores and then you go outside again so you're not actually stuck in a building but you're kind of just like walking outside which is good you get fresh air yeah it was a, it was it was a completely different feel than being in tokyo yeah real fun though yeah and and don't can be a maze if if you get lost so yeah, well, we did get lost yeah looking for an atm yeah looking for an atm it took a while for us to find that damn that damn post office but we did sometimes find... google maps isn't really great for for walking directions yeah google <laughs> you sit there looking at the arrow and going one way and then the arrow's going the other way and yeah it gets you turned around and you get a little lost yeah google maps is great for train directions but it's yeah it's pretty awful for walking yeah it's hit and miss yeah we were able to find certain things well and other things that took us to the wrong places, yep. the wrong direction. Uh, uh, Umeda. Umeda, we spent uh, about a morning there, I think. Um, that's the – I can't remember if that's the north or the south, but 
That's the other major shopping district in Osaka. Um, we didn't really do much other than just walk around and take pictures. Uh, not much to really see as far as I could tell, but it was nice being there. <laughs> so, um, I, I think definitely next time, uh, I have this tourist guide for Osaka. There's a bunch of other stuff outside of Umeda and Namba that actually is a lot more interesting other than shopping. So definitely next time I want to try exploring Osaka in depth. Uh, but that was basically our, our uh, trip while Hero was sick. So we just walked around looking at the shopping districts and then went back. Not, nothing really exciting. You didn't miss much. Well, and I, I, I needed to recover too, so it was just as well that there wasn't much that I missed. Yeah. Um, so we stayed in Osaka for a couple of days, and then I know that... Um, Dave and Vu went to a Halloween party with uh, with Ahmed and uh, and his wife. And we old men, we hung around and started filming stuff around the city. So uh, that's where we got to see all the Halloween cosplayers and stuff. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I also got to take a uh, high-definition video of some of the stuff that I, I missed while we were, uh, were doing the tour with Ahmed the first time. So that was pretty cool. But uh, otherwise, I think Osaka was a nice break from Tokyo, that's for sure. Yep, def- definitely. It's a, if you have a chance to get outside of Tokyo, uh, Osaka is a place, definitely a good place to visit. I hear, also hear Kyoto. Yeah. Another good place to visit, uh, full of culture. It is a... Something... Yeah. It's quite the... Something other than idols. Yeah. yeah. Well, there are idols in Osaka. Oh, no, but I mean, it's it's it's... Most of the people that are our target audience, yeah, they're interested in Tokyo and the idols. Oh. If they're going to Osaka, they're probably interested in NMB. Okay, you know, or if they're going to uh, Fukuoka, they're interested in HKT or Link or or, or, or those other. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, you go to the other places. There's there's plenty. Japan has plenty to offer. That's okay. non-idols. Okay. Yeah, it is a long trip though from Tokyo. It's about two hours. So. Uh, you get to go on that Shinkansen. Yeah, you get to ride that Shinkansen. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth and quick. Uh, just just a warning, though, for those of you taking the Shinkansen. Uh, if you are a non-smoker, you may be forced to take the smoking car if you really need to get to your destination. So don't bitch about it or take a later car. Take, yeah, we had to take one, one smoking car. Yeah. It's not that bad, to be honest. It's just that when you get out of the car, your stuff smells like smoke. It's it's no different than going to Korean barbecue yeah. and coming out smelling like meat. Yeah. And, and and you know the Korean barbecue sauce. Yeah. It's definitely something you can you can live through. Mm-hmm. Unless you got some sort of lung disease, in which case you might want to take a later train. Yeah, but it's still it's only a you know short ride. Could be could be worse. Yeah. Uh, so we went back to Tokyo after hanging out in Osaka and. One of the other places that uh, is most memorable is Akihabara Backstage Pass. Hiro and I finally got to see full shows. Yes, we <laughs> so, got to see two full shows. Yes, a birthday show. For, last year. Yeah, a birthday show for a low-level member and the Halloween show. Uh, so let's start with the birthday show. Uh, what did you think of that? Uh, you know, it's, I don't know much about the group other than that we visited the cafe last year. And, and despite the fact that we didn't see the entire performance... 
I really enjoyed my time there because I, I thought that this is a great concept. It, it kind of mixes a AKB style cafe with a maid cafe with with the actual idol experience too because the girls who are in this group and Andy and I, I haven't even tried to learn the name of the group. <laughs> I always just call out backstage pass. Yeah. But actually, those girls are 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 the staff. Yeah. You know, they're the bartenders. They're the uh, receptionists or the uh, the uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, greeters. Yeah, the greeters. Yeah. They're the they're the people who are w- waiting on you. You know, so uh, it, it's a it's a different type of idol experience. And granted, they're they're even though they're on a major label. This is kind of grassroots. You're really seeing raw idols. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you go to Hello Project or you go to AKB, you're going to a, a organizations that are are used to this. And even though Sunku has his hand in it, it's probably more of an advisory or a uh, a money type stance that he has invested into it so it, it's if you go you'll understand what i'm saying these, these are raw raw idols yeah who are, who are trying to scrape their way up to, to re- uh, recognition mm-hmm. but but it's fun it is really fun um be prepared if you go there to to go early mm-hmm. don't try to go at seven o'clock or or it's between seven and nine you know, get there a little early. Uh, be prepared to pay about a minimum of three thousand yen. Yep. Uh, also, like a made cafe, overpriced drinks, probably overpriced food. Although we didn't really have anything other than the fries. Yep. But it's a fun time when you when you see the shows. You know, they'll perform a few songs. In this case, they would bring out uh, a group of five girls. They would do a, a karaoke style song. And. Uh, one of the gimmicks that they have is called the press pass. <laughs> Would you care to explain the press pass, Greg? Uh, you, were, you were amazed by it. Yes, the press pass. Um, so if you go to Akihabara Backstage Pass, which is on the sixth floor of the Akiba Zone building in Akihabara, um, for 3,000 yen, you can pay to have a sticker that says press. You post it on your forehead or wherever the hell you want. Put it on your crotch if you like. Um, you get this ridiculously oversized Fujifilm Polaroid-type camera. And you get the opportunity to take 10 pictures of the members after the performances are over. So they have a designated time slot after the performances are done where you can go up and take pictures of the members that you like or don't like or if you want to do a group shot or whatever. They'll do whatever you want within reason and once you're done with your 10 exposures that's it you return the camera or you buy another 10 exposures and uh, yeah that that is one of the major appeals i guess of akihara backstage pass is that you actually get to do stuff like that yeah it's a a different type of gimmick Uh, their gimmick also is that everybody who comes in they are the producers yeah they are the producers of the group uh, they have a say in who becomes the members that that are on the next single. Yeah. Uh, through a voting voting and point system, correct? Yeah. So if, if you are a rookie to Akihabara Backstage Pass, uh, they'll make you fill out a form, 
and you have to write down your phone number and your address and all this other stuff. And you basically get a producer card and another piece of paper that gives you a website to log into with your pa- with a uh, specific password. And for all the purchases you make, you get X amount of points. And you can, you can give those points to the girls you meet in the cafe as they come and talk to you and try to whore themselves out and get points from you. And they do. Yeah. Some some harder harder cells than the others. Yes. Or stronger cells. Yes. Um so for example, during the uh the birthday show of I can't remember the girl's name. <laughs> uh we had it was Hero and I sitting alone cuz uh again, I guess I should point this out. If you go to Akihabara backstage pass, don't expect to sit with your friends if you're a large group. Uh, they'll split you up. Four max. Yeah. So expect to sit with strangers. Get used to it. It's the way it is. Uh, anyway, when the girls ca- the girls came up to us, uh, we had one girl who uh, kind of spoke decent English, even though she kind of hid it from us. I think that was Adi Nagisa. I think she. I think she knows more English than. And she she yeah. Yes. But um, yeah, she she came up to us. She was pretty cool. Uh, there was another girl who uh, we had a decent conversation with her in kind of broken Japanese, so that was kind of cool. I I couldn't catch her name, but she was cute. And then um, yeah, that so they'll just come up to you. They'll talk to you for a little while. They'll ask you where you're from. Uh, do you like idols? Um, real simple questions. And, and it's up to you to like carry the flow of the conversation because sometimes they'll just run away if you're a foreigner. <laughs> so, but we. They mean well. They're trying to make friends. They're trying to make friendly so that he gets some points too. Yeah. Yes. We did not as get well the birthday girl on that day though. Yeah, they shield those drinks, man. You have to buy one drink at least per half hour, I think, or something like that. Yeah, that's why we always say, uh, uh, "Be prepared for a." 3,000 minimum. Otherwise, you get some pens, which I, I never got because I, I bought enough, I guess. Yeah, I had to buy a pen, which that wasn't even labeled Akihabara Backstage Pass. It was some other color. Oh, really? They're just yeah. regular colored pens? Just regular pens. Oh, oh horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought they were at least trademark pens. No, they're not. They're just like, oh, oh. We, we got these pens from our our landlord or something. We'll sell them. Oh. So, yeah, it's pretty bad. But uh, the best thing about the birthday show, I think, was was this girl's fans. Uh, there's this guy I like to call Japanese Seth Rogen. Um, he's basically like this gargantuan guy who looks like a fucking linebacker with like curly hair. Yeah. And I guess he's the leader of this member's uh, birthday committee. And yeah, this guy was pretty hardcore. Uh, I think he bought maybe at least... I don't know, 40, 40 shots with that press pass. And all he was doing was taking pictures of this one chick. And I was, yeah, he was cycling yeah. too. I was just amazed because he was cycling that line over and over and over. Here when I thought he bought his own film, but apparently this guy laid down some baller money for this girl. So, yeah, good stuff. And, and her, her birthday committee were funny because they were in the front row doing that ooh, ooh thing in his... It, it was hilarious. Oh, the poor girl. Yeah. It obviously it was a. It's a fun place to go to because it went to it twice. Yeah. 
You know, and it's not like, oh, we're bored. Let's go to Akihabara Backstage Pass. It's like, hey, you know, you want to go again? <laughs> it, it's and, and it's like I said, it's grassroots. They're real low level. You know, some of them sing OK and some of them don't sing well at all. Yeah. But but the, the charm is there. You know, I don't know who these girls are. You know, I don't really listen to the, the videos or watch the videos or listen to the CDs. So it's like, you know, I can't say I'm a great supporter of the actual group, but I like the concept. Yeah. I think if you're into idols, whether it be HelloPro, AKB, Paspo, whatever, you owe yourself the, the opportunity to, to actually go and, and check this out. Yeah. You know, for 3,000 yen, you're going you're gonna to waste 3,000 yen on your trip regardless. Might as well check something out that's a little bit different and see if you like it. Yeah. Uh, the, the funny thing about the birthday show was all the, well, most of the girls on the stage were doing covers of AKB songs, which was hilarious to me, given who's involved with this uh, whole backstage pass project. <laughs> I tell you, I think he's more like a silent partner, uh, maybe yeah. used as a, a figure. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. I mean, but it's still he has funny. His hands in a lot of things. Still funny. Yeah. Um, Ironic. The Halloween show was great. Um, Hero and Anthony sat together, and then it was me, Dave, and Vu on the end of the table. Uh, we got to meet AD Nagisa again on our table. <laughs> same, uh, same here. She came by. Uh, and also, we got to uh, see Anthony's friend Kaori again. Um, gotcha. Charming girl. That girl's fine, yo. <laughs> I'll say that. She speaks perfect English because right? she uh, grew up. Uh, she she uh, went to school on the East Coast, I think Boston. So. Uh, she speaks perfect English, no Japanese accent at all. So if you are a foreigner and Kaori is there, uh, you know, hope that she comes to your table because uh, you'll have a fun time. And at least you won't feel like an idiot with your broken Japanese. Story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that girl is fine. I think she's fine. I don't know about the no, other she's, guy. She's attractive. Yeah. There are a lot of attractive girls there. Yeah. I may be saying that they're low-level idols, but, but I'm talking about the whole whole package they're low level idols yeah. if you're just going by looks there's yeah. plenty of girls there who are easy on the eyes yeah there's plenty of eye candy but i think calorie's fine that's uh <laughs> that's my my take on it um but uh this one was funny simply because uh it was the halloween show but there were some girls graduating and there was this one girl dressed as a pumpkin who was crying her eyes out and the poor girl was trying to sing but she just couldn't do it <laughs> And her makeup yeah. was running uh, down her face, and everyone's laughing at her. Well, in jest, of course, it's not. It's not seriously. Oh, you're fucking up. But it's oh, it was the, yeah, it was the other members. Yeah, her, yeah the her, other her friends. Yeah, her friends were laughing at her. It was it was really quite cute and funny. Yeah. So, you know, it's that kind of stuff that you get to see at uh, at backstage pass that you normally wouldn't see at a more corporate type thing like HP or AKS, right? Yeah. For sure. Because, you know, if it was an AKS show or an HP show, they'd probably take the girl to the back and scold her for crying. But this one, they kind of just, like, let her go, and it was funny. Good experience. Yeah. Uh, there was also this one girl who was dressed as a pirate. That chick had some pipes. I just wish I knew her name. And uh, I guess Anthony told me that the girl who was dressed in the orange, I can't remember what her costume was, uh, she's, I guess, one of the top level uh, members, but uh, she's like a total bitch to foreigners. <laughs> I don't know well, if you... not something her. you want to hear. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's kind of kind of sad because she looked good, but yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be talking to no bitch. <laughs> I'd rather give my points to the pumpkin girl. But uh, yeah, that that was uh, that was backstage pass. So fun. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Definitely want to go there again. Yeah, and again, like again, um, mentioned like we went here for AKB48 stuff, but we're not, we're not opposed to going to other idol things. So that that's another thing to keep in mind uh, when you go to Japan for idol trips. I guess is don't don't box yourself in with the stuff that you like. There's a lot of other idol type things that you should probably try to expose yourself to, and maybe you like it, maybe you won't. But it you shouldn't really like dismiss a lot of stuff just because it's not your thing yeah for for sure the the experience is worth it to, to open your mind to, to different things you know we, we were hoping to go see a kito concert in osaka mm-hmm. uh, things didn't work out so we weren't able to do it but that have been something that you know it, it fell the schedule was pro- right you know the dates you know we would have loved to, to go on there because uh it would just been been a fun time you know, yep. see see a group that we're familiar with and be in a different environment and you know to check it out but uh you know maybe next time yep you know it's not, not like this is going to be our last trip so yep exactly make make the most of your trip basically is what we're saying here yeah and, and at this point we're preaching yep but, but for for a good cause yep. you, you want to just experience the entire japanese idol experience yep uh, speaking of Japanese idols, the uh, we went to an SKE48 concert. What did you think of that? Had a great time. I mean, I'm, you know my whole story. I'm the casual fan, right? Oh yeah, the most hardcore casual fan ever. I well, I'm a hardcore fan in the fact that I would go to Japan to to, to see these groups, but I'm kind of casual in, in how I go about these things. So with SKE, I, I know Rina and Jurina, yeah, <laughs> and some of the other members, but I don't know a lot of the songs. You know, the, a lot of the songs I'll, I'll listen to for a quick minute because of the, the singles. B-sides, I have no clue about them. And I discovered a song that happened to be the B-side uh, to their uh, previous single, and I even forgot that one, Inazuma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. I, that, this is where you could I prove that I'm a casual fan because I don't even know the the name of the song. But the, uh, the B-side in, in, in question was... Judy Judy Baby. That's a good song. Never heard of it until I was at the uh, concert. And maybe maybe I heard it in line uh, for the goods, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what it was. And then when I saw it, I was like, well, this, is, this is a great song. It's probably my favorite, favorite uh, one of my favorite songs of, of, of this year, of 2013. But uh, yeah, that's that's the type of casual fan I am. <laughs> so hardcore. But, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it really... If I had to maybe recognize maybe a half a dozen songs throughout the concert, it by no means affected the way I enjoy the, the concert itself. I had a great time. What did you think uh, of the set list? I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know most of the songs. Well, you know, you noticed that it was very high energy for the most part, right? Well, that's what—that's the word, the, the casual word on the street about SKE is that they are high-level, hard dancers, yeah. you know, uh, difficult routines, very ganky. Yeah, and very, very much so. That's what you get out of out of that group. Like you didn't notice like a, a ton of ballads. There's maybe like two or three throughout the entire yeah. show. It, it was uh, it, it was great. 
I had a, a real good time. I think the venue seated maybe – you know, I, I read 8,000, but I could have mm-hmm. swore I read somewhere that was like 6,500. Okay. It was more how it was set up. Uh, you know, we went to Tokyo Dome last year and had a great time with, with the, the enormous crowd, right? Yeah. This was a little different because it was so much smaller, and the crowd was just wild. Yep. The the what we call crowd heat. Mm-hmm. It it was tremendous. Yes. You know, a lot of lot of chanting, a uh, lot of craziness to where you're here and just you sit there and go wow. Yeah. Uh, good performances. It was it was uh it was the first concert of the the. Uh, two concerts. There was one afternoon. One night, we, we we were fortunate enough to win tickets for the for the afternoon show. Yep, yep. So good stuff. Definitely good show. Uh, really liked that uh, Jay solo, even though she shouldn't have sung it by herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she did a. Uh, let me explain further. She did the solo of uh, Blue Rose. Right. Yep. It was Blue Rose. Yeah, yep. it was Blue Rose. But it was instead of four members, it was one Judina. And what they had was they had these banners or flags hanging above the stage. Well, those were actually screens. And they would have three different Judinas or two different Judinas with the real one, uh, footage of the real one on stage singing, and the other one's doing the different moves as she sang. So it was a, it was a real entertaining video show. Yeah. For, for sure. Uh, let's not also forget it was opened after the Kagayana by uh, uh, Kautan. Oh yes, barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah. And she performed her 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 latest her first and new single. Yeah, let, let's talk about barbecue for a second. So, uh, Hero and I arrived just as barbecue started uh, or was in the middle of her performance. So we got to hear a little bit of her single. So I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was entertaining. Um, this one is the one that was limited to one thousand copies. Uh, the one that she's telling all people not to resell. All you bastards. <laughs> but uh, if you can find it at your local Tokyo reseller, go for it. Um, <laughs> or your local uh, Nagoya reseller or whatever reseller happens to have a copy. But uh, it's actually a decent song. And uh, this was the one that was uh, produced by Sashi Hararino for 100 bucks. So uh, not bad for 100 bucks. Yeah, it's a, it was a good idle song. You know, kind of like Sashi's songs. You know, it's, yeah. it's nothing great, but but it's it's what I call generic. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. It's just that you can get a number of different idols to sing it, and it it should work. Yeah. You know, it depends how you you know. Some people think of generic as a negative uh, statement, but I thought it was good. Okay. Um, other highlights uh, for me, I think um, the new single. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um. Uh, the call and response of that was really, really cool. Um, I know they were trying to prompt us to do it before they actually did the song, but there's other, actually other sections in the song where you can do the call and response thing similar to heavy rotation and things like that. So I, I like that. Um, shit, there was that one R&B song that they did um, that usually is done by Team K. I can't remember what the hell the name of that song is. Though. Um but it had Furukawa Irie bringing the sexy. That's all that mattered to me. <laughs> I li- I like that song, and um, the um, the piano version of um, SKE's B side on the So Long single. 
uh, that was also very good. Even though the girl who was singing it uh, sounded like she was going to cry. Uh, I, I really, uh, yeah, I like that arrangement. Okay, first of all, I did a little bit of research, which yeah. we should have done earlier, but, yeah. you know, kind of lazy. Yeah. Uh, the new single is called Sansei Kawaii. Yep. And uh, very, very upbeat. Yep. Uh, I'm going to guess for most people they're going to like the single more when it's performed rather than something that you listen to on the radio. Yeah. Uh, the the PV, the promotional video, is just, uh, is just wild. Uh, it was taken filmed in uh, Indonesia, I think. But it has elephants. Oh, cool. Elephants spraying, elephant spraying water on your idols. Oh, okay. That's it's already a win. Wild. That's a win. Yeah, it was really wild the way they filmed it, too. Kind of like just impromptu. Okay. Uh, the piano song that you were talking about is apparently Suyogare Doke. Okay. And it was by Azuma Ryong. Okay. So she did the uh, piano solo. Very good. And Very good pianist. Uh, but she sounded like she was going to cry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what the song is. Uh, if it's a you know emotional song, or if her voice was just weak. No, the um, the original one. If if you. Uh... Oh. oh. No, it's off I'm A. It's us off A and pressure. Sorry. Yeah. It's I'm off just A and pressure. That. My bad. Uh, it's the A and pressure B side. Uh, it's ah. it's it's the one with uh, when uh, Kitahara first moved over to SKE. Gotcha. Uh, that's a fast song, so it, it really got turned into a ballad hardcore on that one. But it's, it's a really nice rendition, though. If, hopefully they release a Blu-ray or DVD of this concert so we can scoop it up. That's, hey, I hope it is released as a, a DVD, at least. Yeah. It'd be interesting to, to see a concert that you actually were able to go to yeah. and see it. Yeah. So, yeah, lack of research shown here on this podcast, but whatever. That's okay, <laughs> uh, especially since one of us is a casual fan. Yeah, the most ultimate casual fan. That's uh, right. Good job, casual fan. Yeah, it was it was it was a great concert. Yeah, I have no no regrets signing up for it. Yeah, really good. Uh, I think SKE SKE is probably for HP fans. Uh, SKE is very close to uh, cute in regards to uh, concert performances. So you're going to get a lot of high energy songs, lots of dancing, uh, lots of uh, chanting, and you can do like Vodage in your seat and. All that shit. Uh, you won't. You won't get many slow moments. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely a fun, uh, fun concert. Uh, there wasn't an announcement that we were able to, to, uh, to learn. Now all we got was the uh, all we got was the Yokohama the addition yeah. of the Yokohama date. Additional concert. Yeah. So, but, but you know, it's always nice to be around for those type of events because there's uh, like the oohs and the ahs. Yeah. And uh, the afternoon one had the promotion of that girl into Team K2, which I can't remember at the moment. Uh, Yamada Mizuho. Yeah. And that was it. But good time. Yeah. Very good time. It didn't look like anything else, but yeah, good time. Uh, and I guess lastly, the uh, the other thing we did in in Japan is we went to Trio a lot. If you don't know what Trio is, uh, Trio is like a place that sells idle goods of all sorts so you can get like uh the promotional posters from the stores for certain releases uh you can get uh photo cards that are rare or old or have or haven't been around for a while you can get coasters from the akb 48 cafe you get magazines featuring idols 
Uh, it's on the third and fourth floor of the trio of the uh, Akiba Zone building in Akihabara. Uh, the third floor is the bigger of the uh, of the two stores in there. Uh, so we spent a lot of time there getting photo cards and gifts for other people. Uh, what was your trio experience like this year? Well, let me let me let me just make a point here. Yeah. Earlier, I believe it was this morning. Yeah. It may have been late. Last night, yeah. a question came upon one of my Twitter followers okay. or people that I follow, okay. uh, somebody that you know quite well. Okay. And the question was, how much should I spend on photo cards? Okay. The answer is, or how much is, is acceptable, I believe is what he said. Okay. And my answer is maybe 1,000 yen per day, 5,000 yen per day, mm. but only when you're buying – theater car- photo cards at the AKB theater. Okay. The reason I say this is don't waste your money on the photo cards if you're not in Japan. Yeah. Save that money. Come over to Japan and buy your photo cards either at Trio or at theater. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, you'll get so much of a better experience doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, That's what I like to say about that. I'm preaching again. <laughs> so here, here is the actual tweet. Yeah. What is a reasonable amount of photo cards to own? When does it? Become, no, no. How much is it okay to put towards photo cards a month? So my answer is five thousand yen if you're in Japan. Yes. Uh, As you get a maximum of five packets uh, a day. If you're outside of Japan, I'd say the most amount that you should spend on photo cards is zero. Zero. <laughs> so. Save your money, come to Japan. Save your money and buy the 52 yen club in Japan. Oh, yes. Okay, so... That was an experience that wasn't mine, though. Yeah. So, just to explain to people what Trio is like, think of a comic book store where there's, like, lots and lots of bins of comics, except replace comics with photo cards. Photo cards. That's basically what it is. Yeah, they're divided by team, by group, by members. Uh, and you basically can thumb through it, yeah, and and, and pick up the photo cards that, that the specific photo cards that you want. Yeah, obviously they're not going to have everything you want there, but what I'm saying is, you can go through there. You don't have to buy a pack, like we we did so at the SKE concert. Mm-hmm. They had uh, concert specific photo cards. Well, we you know it's the same thing as the theater cards, right? You buy a a pack of five, and it's random members. Well, here you go back later. You can go find specific cards. You, if for in my case, you want uh, Minigishi Minami, you go to her section and, and just go through the cards and take out the ones that you want. Bring them to the register. Yeah. Bam, you're done. Pretty much. So, uh, yeah, I, I spent quite a bit of money, but not on the members that you would have thought I would have yeah. <laughs> spent. So, like, for me, I had specific requests from home, so I would just I'd get Hero's help to get the the kanji for the person's name and then pick up those photos uh i also was looking for the stuff for uh for gingham check last year so i cleaned out that section uh also bought the entire koisuru fortune cookie set for the senbatsu um I, so i was looking for very specific things but if you're going there um have a plan because <laughs> you, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to get overwhelmed by the amount of shit you can buy and the price is very wildly depending on the member so if you want Oshima Yuko you're going to pay a fucking premium for Oshima Yuko even the old cards um, but there's also a set of members called the 52 Yen Club 
So those are the less less popular members. Think of your Chicano Rinas, your Azuta Rinas, um, your Matsubara Natsumis, th- those kind of members. Uh, if if that those members are for you, you can scoop up a lot of cards for under twenty dollars, <laughs> as uh, as Vu demonstrated uh, when we went to Japan. Sato Mieko, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got the whole stack minus duplicates. Yeah. For less than less than twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Less than two thousand yen. Yeah. Yeah, so go in there with a plan, man. <laughs> yeah, if you don't go in there with a plan, it's just like shopping at at, at, at Costco. Yeah. You end up you, you end up going for, for a bag of potato chips and end up buying, you know, a couple hundred bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and I came in with a plan, and I still came away buying about ninety bucks worth of photo cards. Yeah, and then that—that's just the photo cards, because then once you see the posters and stuff, then you're gonna want to buy those too, right? So yeah, yeah there's there crazy. is a lot of idle goods. They got photo books. Yeah, you know they have magazines, coasters, and it's not just limited to to AKB and and HelloPro. They got idling. And there's a very big Momo Iro Clover section in that uh, that store. For for guys like Greg, they have Sexy Zone and Kisumai. That's and, right. And, and uh, Heisei Jump and Arashi. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the store downstairs or upstairs that we went to accidentally, they had uh, uh, Namie. Yeah. Scandal. You know, they had uh, a Horikita Maki. You know, different different types of things that had to do with specific. Yeah. For super so old guys like Hero, there was some Smap shit. Yep. Yes, smap. And for Hero, there was his uh, his future employment uh, at of Exile. There's a bunch of Exile, Exile stuff. Exile, that's, that's true. Yep. Uh, we would agree not to talk about this on, on public until it's made. That's public. right. Yeah, that's until you pass your audition, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it's a really cool store. But yeah, you're going to if you've never been there before, it's very overwhelming, and you may want to consider scouting the place first and then come back and then buy what you need because yeah yeah. i've found that the prices at trio probably are the lowest for for uh lower member cards yeah because they're 50 something cents 52 yen yeah uh we went to other places i was checking the the similar members and they were like a you know 150 yen 100 yen at, at these other places yeah so a lot of it's you know shopping around. You know, there's going to be there's so many resellers in Akihabara. Yeah. Uh, but but Trio, you're you're you're, you're going to get pretty good prices. Yeah. And it all depends what you're looking for. But you'll get. If you're you looking know. for very specific cards. You may have to go to all the resellers. You know, all the larger resellers and, and try to find specific, you know, poses or specific photo cards. But a place like Trio has a good selection. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as myself, I'd probably want to go by myself and not, not, you know, force everybody else to wait for me because I'm a very specific shopper for those things. Okay. So when you have multiple members, you're going to be thumbing through stacks and stacks. Yeah. So there, there's another there's another tip. Uh, okay. Go go by yourself if you're going to be spending a lot of time there. Uh, yeah. Don't don't uh, don't drag your friends along because some of them are going to get really really bored. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it is a warm building too. Yeah, it's also very crowded. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So not a lot of space. If you can help it, put your bag in a coin locker, 
and just go there, buy your cards, and you get your coin out of the co- your bag out of the coin locker after. Uh, it, it'll save you a lot of hassle because people people when they're doing their photo card shopping are dead serious about that shit, and they don't want you bumping into them and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. Uh, any, yeah, it's a must must go place though. Yeah. Any other thoughts on trio? No, just uh, just be prepared to drop some money. I would think. Yeah. Make it rain. Yeah. <laughs> and try to pay with every try to pay everything in coins and see what happens. <laughs> uh, that's a tip for Japan in, in general. Yeah. Try to use all your coins. Uh, that would be funny if you go to Trio and you buy a hundred bucks worth of stuff in coins. <laughs> You'd be a total asshole. You're banned. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, lastly, uh, is there anything that? Uh, Actually, not lastly. Second, lastly, uh, anything you want to try to forget about Japan this year? Yeah, just I, I want to try to forget. Other than that, I got sick, and yeah. that's nothing you can forget. Yeah. I, I just want to forget having to walk, oh. walk, <laughs> and walk, and walk upstairs, and walk downstairs, and walk with bags. Yep. Uh, sometimes with, with very little food or or drink depending on what time of the day yes it's, it's just be prepared to walk <laughs> then again bring comfortable shoes that are broken in like break those fuckers in like if they're falling apart that's even better but just just make sure you have very comfortable shoes buy specific walking shoes if you got foot problems go to a foot doctor and get like a prescription for prescription shoes <laughs> get uh, get those done um, if you want to do some training beforehand, uh, become a god on your stairmaster at the gym. Or if you're at uh, at work, use the stairs a lot. Run up and down during lunch. Anything to build up them leg muscles for uh, for yeah. Japan. Build stamina. Yeah. Do a lot of cardio. Um. Stay well hydrated and well fed while you're in Japan. There's vending machines everywhere for a reason. So, you know, waste those coins. Get yourself a drink if you feel dehydrated or, or hungry. Uh, there aren't many, I guess, food vending machines around, but I guess you can wait till you end up at your hotel or somewhere else or a restaurant. But uh, yeah, try to stay as hydrated as you can when you're in Japan because all that walking certainly makes you uh, sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Anything in particular you want to forget? Everything that happened before Nagoya Dome. Everything. <laughs> so that uh, was a that was a task. Yeah. So for me, the the, the trip to Nagoya Dome for the AKB uh, Koiseru Fortune Cookie event uh, was a nightmare because we did not get a coin locker at the right place. Uh, that again was a strategic error on our part, and that's another tip for you. If you find a coin locker, take it. <laughs> just just. Even if it's far away from your destination, if you're going back to that station, that's good. Take the coin locker. Because uh, you don't want to be carrying a bunch of shit around with you, uh, assuming that there's a coin locker at every station, because there's not. Yeah, let, let me go into further detail with this. Uh, this was on the way to the Nagoya Dome uh, Akshikai. Was, we had checked out that morning from Osaka. Yeah. So we had our bags with us. So the intention was to get a to coin locker somewhere. But when we got to Nagoya Station, we made a audible to, to hopefully get one at the next station. 
and, and that's what happened was that station did not have coin lockers. And we actually had to go to a subway station that was connected to Nagoya Dome and, and get the locker there. Yeah. But in between, we had to walk about a mile yeah. with the bags in the sun. Yeah. For some reason, it was sunny that day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, th- that's where it was, it's just, it was. It was draining. You know, you're carrying bags that are probably 20 pounds. Yeah. You know, had about four days worth of clothing and, and stuff that we bought. Yeah. So yeah, the, the main station, which was Nagoya Station, is where we probably should have just got that locker and been happy with it. Yeah. You know, because the lockers, when you think about it, it's going to be about 500 yen, probably. Yeah. Spend the five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't worry about trying to to pinch pennies here and there. You're on vacation. Yeah. It's better than than uh, being tired, extra tired because you're, you're lugging bags around. Here's the other point: don't lose your locker key. <laughs> don't lose your locker key because I lost my locker key in the subway station. Uh, so I actually had to leave the Goya Dome to go back to the station, and I had to call this phone number. Well, actually, I didn't call the phone number. I had the station attendant call the number on the lockers, and I had to wait half an hour to get my 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 bag out of the locker and a new key and the process of getting a a bag out of the locker is quite strenuous actually because they ask you a lot of questions about your bag uh, first off they ask you what the bag looks like uh, then they ask you what's in the bag and then uh, they make you fill out a form to get the bag out of the locker and then once you verify the contents of the bag they actually like the guy I was talking to he actually made me open up the bag and show him what was in there just so that I wasn't screwing with him. Um, so once you do that, then you fill out another form uh, to say that you picked up the bag and then you pay $1,500 yen on top of that. So it's uh, quite the uh, quite the activity to get your stuff out of the locker if you lose the key. And um, so I had to pay another 300 yen uh, to lock my bag again and I made sure that I actually had the key with me at all times. But yeah, that that was that ma- that made my Nagoya Dome experience quite shitty. But once once I actually touched idols, it was better. Such a trial. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it never never lose the locker key. It's not fun to get your stuff back, especially like if you don't speak Japanese, you're kind of fucked. Like even. Even me, I could not phone that phone number without ha- the station attendant because I asked the station attendant, do the operator speak English on this phone number? And he said no. So I was like, oh, fuck, can you call him? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's a very difficult uh, process, uh, especially if your Japanese is not uh, up to snuff or if your your level of Japanese is not at the point where you can actually talk on the phone. So. Yeah, I mean, J- Japan is friendly to tourists. Yeah. More tourists. It's just that something like a phone locker hotline is probably not something they're really set up to to be English friendly. Yeah, and understandably too. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know how many tourists actually use the, the lockers. You know, we we got our we we use them because we we're tipped to, yeah. to utilize them. Yeah. So, so other people might just carry their stuff around. Yeah, coin lockers are very very handy though. Um, yeah, because nobody likes to carry bags, the shopping bags. Like. I've seen like sure. businessmen in Akihabara just stuff their shit in a coin locker, then go out and party it up and Get then drunk. come back. Yeah. Get drunk and pass out. Yeah. 
So yeah, make make use of coin lockers wherever they are. Um, and, and again, don't assume that every station has a coin locker somewhere around it or in it. So if you know you're returning to a certain station on your way back from an event, use the coin lockers in that station. It'll save you a lot of uh, frustration. Uh, that's that's about all I want to forget about in Japan. Everything else was cool. Excellent. All right. So our last uh, our last segment here is, well, we've kind of been doing this throughout the entire podcast, but advice for those traveling to Japan. So we're going to kind of generalize it for you here. Uh, this one's this one is uh, specific to me. Um, my advice is don't stay in your hotel room during the trip. Uh, I mean, it's okay to stay in your hotel room if you want to rest before you go out again. But if you're going to Japan, don't spend all of your time or the majority of your time in the hotel room. If you don't have money, that's fine. You can still go sightseeing. You can still take pictures. You can still take in uh, the environment of a foreign land. There's nothing wrong with not spending money. Yeah, and if, if actually, if you don't have enough money budgeted, you probably shouldn't be there either. Yeah. Because it's not a place that you want to have a budget trip. You know, budget trip to me is is maybe getting a cheaper hotel, maybe getting cheaper flights. Mm-hmm. But once you're there, you know, if, if you don't have enough money to, to survive and have to eat kombini food, you probably shouldn't be on the trip. Yeah. You know, that's not something you should have to worry, especially in a foreign land. Yeah. You know, you, it's it's like trying to make a budget trip to Disneyland. You're able to do it, but but and there's, there's so much places that you can eat cheap but you're also in your own country mm-hmm. you know and so you know that you can eat a cheap meal somewhere it's a little different in japan because you're, you're limited to what, what you're able to understand and what you're able to do so um, you know you go to a smaller place that may have cheap stuff they may not speak any english they may not have picture menus uh yeah so just think about that before making the trip over you know make sure you have enough budgeted yeah don't be a cheap bastard. Yeah, you, don't don't yeah. try to offer to sleep in somebody's bathtub. That's right. Don't don't try to scam yourself a flight by being in the cargo hold and claiming yourself as a pet. Yeah. <laughs> um, learn some Japanese. Uh, huh? <laughs> that's there's there's one that you what? should. Yes, learn some Japanese. That's some advice. Well, my memory is just not what it was when I was twenty five. <laughs> Or write it down, but l- learn some Japanese and don't be afraid to take the train. I think this one is more sp- specific to Hero because you you took the train by yourself finally, right? Oh yeah, and that wasn't so much I was afraid of it, yeah. but it is a a barrier to to especially when you get there. Yeah, like last year. Yeah, and, and you if and this is the same thing in Washington D.C. too when I was taking the train. You look at the maps or the the, the way that's set up, and you're sitting there going, "How am I supposed to read this?" But once you start utilizing Google Maps, it pretty much basically tells you, hey, I need to get from Akihabara Station to, to Shinjuku. It'll tell you everything. You you say, hey, I need to get from Akihabara Station to Shinjuku Station. You're going to get four or five different ways to go. You can pick the, the best way, and it, it tells you which platform, which direction, which train. It's a little scary at first if you're not used to that type of uh, public transportation. But man, I had to I had to go to a couple places without the guys, and uh, once I did it once, it, it, it's not bad, you know. 
and, and don't be afraid to get a little lost, you know, within the station too. You're eventually going to find your way out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, it's it's like I felt really uh, empowered afterwards. Whereas like I'm not afraid to go. I could go to Tea Room Tani up by myself next time. Yep. You know, it's one of those things. It's like if you have to go for somewhere way far out of the way like that, I, I'm okay with doing. Even if I had to go by myself. You know, just utilize the Google Maps, follow the directions, and you should be fine. Yep. As a side note, I just want to bring up Tea Room Tane. Um, we did go to that place. Very, very nice cafe. Um, very strange that they played 80s American radio standards <laughs> uh, in, in that shop. But uh, it is a very nice place, but it's way the fuck out of the way. So Yes. Uh, yeah. Tea Room Tane is uh, actually the cafe owned by uh, Minagishi Minami's parents. Hero's, so obviously, that's a place that I wanted to go to. Yeah, that's Hero's future in-laws, by the way. Um, he he did. Okay. He already he already offered to dowry for Minagishi, so we're all good on that. Dowry. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's called? Yes, the dowry for Minagishi. What a what a cheap dowry it must have been. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's it's it is out of the way. It, yeah. It's nowhere near any place that we were going to. Yeah. And yet, if I had to go now, just using Google Maps, I'd be able to find it. Yeah, so, you know, you're not, don't be afraid to go to places that are far away, basically. Take the train. You know, you don't have to use the Yamanote line all the time. The Yamanote line is actually the long way around to get in Tokyo. So, you know, don't be afraid to take the subway system and use the train system uh, fully. Because that... uh, that will save you a lot of time, and you'll actually become more like a local than you are a stupid gaijin, I guess. Yeah, but would you, I, you know, we're saying use Google Maps and all that. Yeah. For the most part, you're going to need to rent a phone, or you're going to need to rent a SIM card. Yeah. You're probably going to need extra batteries to, to power that phone. Yeah. And uh, some type of, uh, like for us, we used a, a MiFi device for internet. Yeah. used a SIM card. Yeah. Yeah, so that is an additional expense but boy is it helpful for when you're you're going around yes you want to find a place to eat you're probably going to find a bunch of you know obviously you're going to pass a bunch of them too but if you're looking for something specific it, it will help you to have a phone a smartphone with the internet connection yeah uh yeah if you if you can if you can afford it definitely get an unlocked phone if not then the MiFi device is also very good um just just be aware that with the MiFi device, you won't be able to make phone calls. So uh, you could still use social media. We used uh, Twitter and Line. Line, yes. Line, Line is a godsend, by the way. Yes, because in Japan they don't use text uh, like we do in the North America. Yeah. They they uh, they use what they call SMS, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for us, that's only good if you have a Japanese phone number. Yeah. So for us, we don't have a Japanese phone number. We used Line, which is sort of like uh, Yahoo Messenger, but it's over the internet. Yeah. You can make calls through that. We didn't have to. Uh, most of the time, it was basically messaging amongst each other, like, "Hey, where are you right now? You know, meet down in the lobby. Uh, you know, those type of small little messages." Yeah. A, a great tool. Yeah, especially if you're in a group, you can make a chat room, and if you have friends in Japan, you can add them to that chat room if they're online. And then if you have any questions, you can at least ask them. And if they yeah. and if they have time, they can answer your questions. So we use that quite a lot. We had uh, we had our friend Daryl, 
helping us out while he we were in Japan, and we had uh, we had the more senior uh, handshake gods helping us out. So we had uh, we had Frank in that room. I don't think I added CK, but CK was helping us out on Twitter. So you know, always uh, always good to take advantage of social media, especially if it's free. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you don't. That's a free app. Yeah. You don't want to be making phone calls or texts in Japan. We learned that the hard way uh, last year. Last year. <laughs> oh, that was a brutal bill. Yeah, that was. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah, two hundred extra dollars. Thanks. Um, I think that's basically the the only real advice that uh, we can give you in regards to traveling to Japan. Everything else is subjective. Your hotel and all that other crap. That's up to you. I don't really give a shit. But uh, I guess this we, is. Well, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say in general. Yeah. Uh, for you coming for you, those of you coming from North America, yeah. the rooms are small. Oh yeah. If you're used to uh, even a, a general room at the uh, Motel Six or Howard Johnson, those are luxury, huge rooms compared to what you're going to get in Japan. Yeah. At least for the price. Well, ours was a basically a seventy-five dollar room, sixty-five dollar room. Yeah. It, it was larger, about by five square feet or so mm-hmm. than last year's hotel. Yeah. But it's still small. Yeah. You know, don't don't expect the the the, the Hilton, or don't even expect uh you know the MGM Grand, you know the standard rooms that you get, or even Circus Circus. Oh God. <laughs> those are those are huge compared to the the typical Japanese hotel room. Yeah. So just be be aware, you know, if if you're a large person, you're gonna have you're gonna be feel real cramped. Even if you're a small person, you're gonna feel real cramped because of what you're used to. Mm. Yeah. But there are different levels of hotels. I I think if you're used to a copious amount of space, or you plan on bringing a really big bag or lots of bags, uh, you may want to pony up for a Western style hotel instead, uh, instead of a Japanese one, or uh, upgrade your room to one of the suites in a Japanese hotel. Uh, you'll be paying American prices, but you may be more comfortable. So just, uh, I guess, put that on your your list if you actually are going to Japan and you want to live a little bit in comfort. Otherwise, if, if you're fine with being in a closet for a week, go for it. Yeah, it's it's gonna cost you. If you're coming from North America, you're looking at you know around a thousand for round trip air, mm-hmm. and around a thousand for hotel if you're gonna stay ten ten days plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's I think ours was a little below a thousand this time. Yeah, but you really you also have to remember that we were in a we were going for price. Yeah, uh, we weren't going for the cheapest, but we were going for location and and somewhat comfort based on our last experience where we didn't have a bad experience at the at the uh, Korakuen hotel mm-hmm. it was just the fact that we knew it was a smaller room if we could get a bigger room for around the same price that's what we were going to shoot for mm-hmm. and those are th- factors that you have to take into consideration when, when planning yeah uh, just yeah just know that your your motel 6 your cheap vegas hotel uh is is a sweet compared to what you're going to get in japan yeah i mean it, it's it's not it's not shabby I, I thought the the the, uh, the uh, rooms were, were nice. Yeah, they were. It's just size and space. It, it, it's it's just a lot different, and this is how things are in Japan. 
you know, Japan, everything's built up. Mm-hmm. You know, you have these shops that are real narrow, but uh, and and buildings that are real narrow but have eight floors. Yeah, it, it's just the nature of, of of when you when you're you're building on a small island. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's just uh, something to take into consideration. Uh, something for your budget as well. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've stayed in both styles of hotels in Japan. Uh, in my first stay, I stayed at the, uh, sh- the Hilton in, uh, in, uh, Shibuya or not Shibuya, Shijuku in the business district. So, uh, that was pretty fucking expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, and can I uh, ask you about the Hilton in Japan? Yeah. Is that still a smaller room than say a Hilton in, in San Francisco? Uh, uh no. Actually, or is it similar? It's similar. It was a, oh, okay. it was a very big room. Like, uh, I, I got booked into, into a double. So okay. I had a bed for my bag and a bed for me. So it's, it's significantly, uh, similar to, uh, an American style double room. But how are those prices? The prices are very similar to an American style double room. So you're looking at 150, 129, something like around there. Yeah. You're, you're looking at American style prices. So if you, okay. and for a long trip that, that can, yeah, for a long trip, it cost. kills you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm able to do something like that when I go to Vegas for for three nights. You're not going to want to go to Japan for three nights. Not unless it's like mine was part of a tour package, so it was the the cost was reduced a little bit. But sure. like if I was doing it by myself, uh, I I don't know if I could afford a Western style hotel uh, at those kind of prices. Yeah, because that that's a lot. So def- definitely to keep keep that into consideration when making your budget. Yeah. If you if you need to stay in a large hotel room, then it's going to cost you a lot more. Yeah. So if you're used to paying hotel prices at home, then you can certainly do that in Japan. So. Yeah, but ah, uh, it, it, yeah, it's it's not as much of as of an inconvenience as you might think. It's just that you just have to. Uh, consider maybe packing a smaller bag or not picking up as much shit as you normally would yes it's one of those things it's like uh you shouldn't be in the room too long yeah and and for us we weren't except for the days that i was sick Mm -hmm. we were not in the room too long it's you get up you go out you may come back to dump some stuff off from shopping and you're out again yeah you know, basically, the the hotel is a place to sleep, shower, and shit. Yep. Um, yeah. So, advice for those who want, who say they want to go to Japan. Uh, what What's the one thing you would say to those who keep bitching about wanting to go to Japan but never do it? Well, how bad do you want it? Is what your first thing you have to ask yourself. Okay. Uh, if you can, I'm gonna just tell you right now. I already gave you the the, the thousand thousand rule, right? Yeah. That's just for accommodations and flight. If you cannot afford that much, then you have a long ways to go because you have to also factor in food, shopping. If you're going for idols, which if you're listening to the show, you are, you have to consider tickets. I mean, even to uh, the not Andare, mm-hmm. the, the, the internet show, I, I believe it was, I, I thought I paid 1700 or something, 1500 Yeah. In. And that's just to, you know, for a 40 minute show, uh, our show. Uh, you know, for the concert, we paid uh, 6,800 yen per ticket. Yep. 
So, you know, you're looking at 70 bucks just for the ticket for that show. Uh, shopping, you know, there's a lot of shopping to be done. So if you if you already see that you can't hit that $2,000 level, you you got to rethink things. You know, there's there's you either have to put off the trip or you have to to make some changes to your lifestyle. Uh, I made these changes, I, you know, for the last two years, and when I realized how easy it was, you're only suffering for a little bit. Uh, and I, and really, I, I made the suffering minimal. You know, it's just a lot of, of willpower to, to, to stop eating out. Uh, maybe not eating, stop eating out completely. Maybe it's instead of getting a, a full meal, you don't buy soda, you get water, or you you don't overeat. You know, you get the salad or something. Uh, but there's ways to do it. Uh, my personal situation, I'm not a rich guy. I don't have a huge paying job like certain guys in Calgary. <laughs> Whatever. Who get baller money. <laughs> no, but, but in all seriousness, I'm not going to reveal my income, but my income's not large. My debts are pretty large. You know, I'm, I come from a generation that, that overspent. Uh, so I have debt. I have uh, a... a you know, a job that doesn't pay a lot. I was able to go these last two years. And that should be an indication that if you have a decent paying job and don't have a lot of debt, or even if you do, you probably still could do it. You just have to make cut corners somewhere else. And I don't live uncomfortably. It's just the excess I eliminate. And believe me, it's it's worth it. You know, it may be only once a year, but uh, it's, it's every every bit worth it the experiences uh, that I've I've had on these two trips so that that's my general advice to everybody you know stop stop going on Yahoo auctions or eBay and getting photo cards uh, stop buying every version of every single and every photo book and every DVD you know that stuff adds up stop going out to McDonald's for lunch you know bring your own lunch from home uh, don't go out every Friday and Saturday. Maybe you'll go out just Saturday or maybe just Friday. You know, do these little things that I add up at the end of the year, and, and you may have enough money to, to go to Japan. You know, that, that's just my basic advice. It sounds preachy because it is. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was able to do it twice. I'm going to do it a third time and maybe a fourth time and a fifth time. So, you know, you just got to learn from your mistakes, and, and, and you, you should be able to do it. Damn right. That is all. <laughs> that is all. That cannot be said any better than that. Because uh, I'm just going to add to uh, to hero statement at the end. I'm just going to say, just fucking do it. That's pretty much it. Stop bitching about do it, wanting to do it, and just fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and another thing is, we all have our interest in whatever idols that we listen to. Yeah. But the lifespan of an idol career is very small. Mm-hmm. It's not often you're going to be uh, Michishige Sayumi and be in a group for for ten years. You know, for the most part, they're going to be around it for three years, mm-hmm. three to five years maybe tops, before they re- you know graduate or retire. You know, seize the opportunity while it's there. If if I hadn't have got that attitude, I wouldn't have gone to Tokyo Dome last year. You know, I would have seen, like I said, the. Uh, the dream team without Achan. <laughs> now that's like seeing the Bulls without Jordan. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like, oh wow, you get to see everybody. You get to see Pippen, but not Jordan. Yep. 
you know. And it was one of those things. You just, I just had to tighten down in six months. Now I have a full year to tighten down again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, look at how many members have graduated between last August and this October when we went. I mean, that could happen to you if you're sitting at home going, oh, you know, I I, I kind of want to go, but, you know, I'll go when I can do it. And I'm not saying to spend your money recklessly. But just take a look at how you're spending your money at home, and you may be able to save enough to go. So, uh, yeah, just, just you got to seriously examine yourself and see how important it is to see your favorite groups or, ha- or have the opportunity to see your favorite groups in person. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done it two years in a row. We're, we're nothing except for the Calgary IT guy. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we're not ballers. <laughs> okay, and the Chicago IT guy. Chicago IT guy is more two, of a baller. Two ballers and, and uh, you know one young kid and one old guy who has had made bad decisions in his life. <laughs> we've we've been able to go though, so it, it, it's definitely doable without without putting yourself in the poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't go take a loan out. No, don't much. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't 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 get any loans from guys in striped suits. Yeah. I would say something else, but I don't want to offend anyone else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding myself back. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, yeah, just follow Hero's advice and cut back. And yeah, you, you, even if you only get to do it once in your life, you should at least attempt to try to get to Japan if you really yeah. say you want to go. So yeah, yeah. your DD it doesn't really matter. But if you're you're specific that there are certain members that you really like, like I, I, I got to meet all my Oshis, but Michan, my, my Akami Oshi, she may not be with the group too much longer. So in addition to, to last year when I got to see her perform as a little ant in Tokyo Dome, mm-hmm. you know, we barely get to see her, but I got to go to the Akshikai. It, it's, it's, it's something I can cross off. If I never go to Akshikai again, I can just say to myself, I, I got to meet her. Mm-hmm. And, it's it's one of those things you just feel good about it. Yep. So unless you're if your your favorite member is a KKS or Kenkuse, you you have a little bit of time. But if your favorite member's been with the group, you know whether it be AKB or, or Barry's Kobo or Momusu or Kyuto, you know possibly put a little more urgency into saving your money. Yep. Because uh, you don't want to you want to go too late and and find out that Yagami Kumi is graduating. <laughs> By the way, we we saw her first. Um, <laughs> yes, we saw her last year. Yeah, and then and we touched Ota Aika, and she liked it. Ota Aika. Ota Aika. Ota Aika. <laughs> Ota Aika. Yes. yes. <laughs> she, she touched, touched me. me. <laughs> That's right. All right. So let's let's uh, thank all the people who helped us in Japan. Uh, Special thanks to Frank. Uh, thanks to Chris. You may also know him from his blog, Chiodori. Uh, so check that out. He, I think he's still in Japan. Or has he left now? I can't remember. I'm not sure. He might still be there. He might still be there as of this recording. Who knows? Uh, very big props to our friends in Japan who live there and live the dream. Uh, Daryl, I uh, finally got to meet him. Got to uh, hook up with Anthony again. And uh, Ahmed, our contact in Osaka, our buddy uh, who uh, met up with us for Tokyo Dome last year, he uh, he helped us out immensely in Osaka, gave us a tour, uh, you know, hung out with us 
uh, before his honeymoon. So that was that was very cool. So yeah, I mean, all five of these guys yeah. in, in in their ways have have been instrumental in in helping us have a better experience uh, in Japan. Yeah. Uh, by all means, make contacts within within the fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the easiest thing. Obviously, you have to be in the right place, right time. But it's it's not the hardest thing either. Yep. Make your contacts, and and and, and you're gonna have a, a well, I, I could say a lifelong friendship, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because seriously, these guys are all great. We we've hung out with them, and it's not just one of those things where we message each other and then we have no contact with them. Yep. It's like. We, we've hung out in Japan with them, so that's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's the same thing with with the the, the, the other three guys in our, our group, or the other two guys, yeah. if I'm including Greg. Yeah. You know, we've hung out with them in Japan, and it's it just extends the friendship to something deeper than, you know, just saying what up on Twitter or, or what up on Facebook or even talking on forums and shit, right? So yeah, it, it's completely different. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, props to everybody. Props to everyone. Very. Thank you, uh, thank you very, very much to all of the people who, who helped us during the journey. Uh, we'd also like to say what up to all the people we met in Japan. I know we met lots of, uh, lots of Dave's friends. I can't remember all their names. <laughs> um, yeah, Dave knows a lot of people in Japan. Yeah, Dave is like got all the hookups, man. Uh, so, what up to all of you? I'm pretty sure you're not listening anyway. But what up to all of you? <laughs> <laughs> If you are listening, yay, but uh, what up to all of you? Um, yeah, it was really cool, you know, just meeting other people, uh, you know, regular people, not idol fans. We met regular folks who don't know what the fuck we're doing in Japan. So that that's that's always good. You don't always have to meet with idol fans, man. Just meet the people. I mean, idol fans are, are nice, but, you know, you got to reach out beyond your your small group of of people's there so yeah that was that was really cool um kind of sad we didn't get to go to karaoke but oh well i know hero isn't sad that he didn't get to go to karaoke but no my voice was shot so it would have been just me sitting around twiddling my thumbs and eating free ice cream maybe there's nothing maybe. wrong with that <laughs> but yeah i would have been i was enjoying myself just resting in the room though yeah you were but i was i was pretty much broken but uh, yeah, we didn't get to go to the second karaoke session, unfortunately. But would, uh, I went to the first one. You'll see that on the video. And um, yeah, lastly, um, again, Ota Aika, she touched me and Hero. And me. And Anthony. And Anthony and Dave. And, and Dave. Yes. she all, all, all us godless heathens touched Ota Aika and she loved it. And remember, she's been with the group for quite a bit. Yep. So she, she could be gone from the group by next summer. Yeah, she could pull a Yagami. You just never know. Right? Yeah, you just never know. So it's it's one of those seize seize the moment. If you if you're putting it off, yeah, don't don't put it off if you don't have to. You know, because uh, Watari Roka Hashiri Tai Seven is breaking up. You know that could, yeah. that could spell the end of Ota Aika. Yep. Just saying, don't want to pull that thing with the Cooms. That'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, that came out of nowhere, right? Yep. We're, 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 uh, this, this message is directed towards a certain leader of New School Kaidon. <laughs> yeah, and if I sound like I'm preaching, it is because I am. Yep. You need to go to Japan. See Ota Aika before she grads. Could be in January. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Ishida Ana is a saint. 
my SKE Oshi there. That that girl is so pretty. I'm glad that I got the props from you guys instead of going, oh, why do you like her? Nope, CK and Tron said go to Ishida Ana. Ishida Ana is a saint. I was not aware that uh, that Tron met her. I know Tron loves Ishida Ana. That's... Oh, okay, so more might have been. Yeah. Might have been that sense. I knew that, that, that CK had met her. Yeah. And that Frank had met her through through their many uh, experience uh, stories. Yes. From the, you know, the threads. Ish yes. Yeah. Lovely girl. Lovely girl. Lovely girl, and you just don't realize why she's not popular, but that's okay for us. Yep. We will take advantage of that and... and tell her how she is important to us that's right all you japanese fans to continue to ignore her so that we can show up and say we love you uh, so anyway i think that's it so i'd like to thank hero for recapping the uh the trip i know we did a lot of stuff we probably haven't covered 80 percent of it but oh we could probably talk for six hours if we just let ourselves go with no outline that's right but who does that? Uh, who speaks for four hours? I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe one of the guys from the No School Kaidan video. Yeah, I think the so. The red milky shirt. Yeah, that red milky asshole. I think and the white fedora. <laughs> maybe him. Yeah, maybe him. <laughs> what up, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are, fool. All right. Mr. Newspaper. That's right. Mr. Celebrity. All right. So that's it for this uh, podcast. I hope that uh, you enjoyed our, our reminiscing, and I hope it made you jealous and made you want to go to Japan because that's a good thing. Whatever it takes to get you there. Yeah, by all, by any means necessary, man. Any means necessary. Yep. Except for anything that gets you in jail, because you can't go to Japan if you're in jail. So. I think you could possibly get thrown in jail for stowing away in a in a carry on. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, or and you might get kicked out of a hotel if they find out you're staying in somebody's bathtub. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that probably would be an issue. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll see if someone can pull it off. I'm sure somebody could. She just needs to stay focused. <laughs> Stop buying all those video games. Stop buying PS4 as <laughs> the day it comes out. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, so thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And uh, stay tuned for the video documentary. Uh, I managed to scrape together all the footage from everyone's cameras mostly. So I'll be putting that together. Uh, release date is yet to be determined. I would think if all goes well, it should be done by Christmas. Because then I'll have more time to actually work on it properly. So if not, then maybe in the new year. We'll see. But uh, there's plenty and plenty of footage that I have to edit. So that's it. And the same thing goes. Same thing goes for my forthcoming articles on selective hearing. <laughs> yeah, those. Depending on how lazy I uh, remain. Th those might not come for the next three or four years. So uh, stay tuned for those. I may be forced to be forced to graduate. Should I not get any articles done? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So stay tuned for the graduation of Hero from Selective Hearing. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's it. We're done. Um, good night, people. Thank you for listening. And uh, again, thank you very much, Hero, for taking time out of your day to, uh, to do no this. No problem. So let's do this again right. next year. Yes, next year. Next year we'll have more epics. One more show. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Bye.